Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied by the Prince of Party, party boy Pete McCormick. And our guest today is a righteous American, a stout individual, and a real hero, Christopher Chris Wertan. Party boy Pete, are you ready? Matt, I cannot believe you were able to book this guest. I am rocked, ready to go. Let's do it. Let's. Lo- I'm locked in. Locked in, ready to go, and I am too. And I tell you what, you can find all our stuff on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can out us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast and follow us on the Twitter and the TikTok at Working P Pod. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, if you're one of those people that think like, you know what, I should do a podcast. I can do a podcast. I can talk. If you're one of those people that thinks you got the chops, give us an email here at workperspectives at gmail.com, and then we'll see if you got the chops. All right, let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working perspectives. Exploring your day and how you get paid. Launching a new episode Every Tuesday Your day can transform While we inform With new episodes available On every platform So check out our line And how we get live Then do us a solid Share and subscribe Would you share it? Would you share it? All right, Partey boy, we got some business to discuss. So, All right. um, up and coming is the live event that's going to rock the world. The day that'll change everything for everybody. October second, twenty twenty one, is when I will defeat the bastard jerk beard Tom Lavelle in Mario Kart and win the rights back to our show. Pete, we have birthed and raised and kept this child at our bosom. And everything that needs to be done to make sure that Matt, this child is, you know, good. Yeah. October 2nd is a day of comeuppance. That's what it is. It is a day of, of comeuppance for Jerkbeard. He will mm. rue the day he ever True. decided to fuck with the Working Perspectives podcast and say that it was his own when it wasn't. True. True that, son. True that. True that. I can't wait until that happens. I mean, for people that don't know... Uh, what happened was, is that uh, we were doing this award-winning podcast, and out of nowhere, uh, you know, some jerk beard comes in, buys the rights to the show out from underneath me, and then he says that, oh, you want the rights back to your show? All you got to do is beat me in a game of Mario Kart on October 2nd at Graham's Pub, land with free home of the brave. And I said, you know what? I'll do that. So be ready to see invites and posters and videos and everything coming up. It's going to be coming soon. Uh, we're getting ready to really blast this mother out and turn the house. And it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be the showcase of the immortals. If I could say anything, you know, anything like that. What do you think, Pete? Matt, all I know is he's going to show up there wearing a hat. He's not going to be showing the luscious locks like you are right now every day that you do on the Working Perspectives podcast. Yeah, I'll be real jealous of him when he can do this. 
Yeah, how about it? How about it? That's freaking Stunad. So uh, either way, uh, guest today, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, there's some people that you meet on the long road of life and you're like, eh, but then there's some people that you meet and you're like, this fucking guy, this fucking guy, this fucking guy. I'll tell you what, this fucking guy we have on the show today, Chris, Christopher Wertan, he is, he's a total legend. All right. Let me and tell he you what I like to call pizzazz oh he's chock full of pizzazz moxie you know mahones you know he's got every kind of you know gimmick in the book you know what i mean he invented cool right oh yeah cool wasn't a thing for chris wertan you know the cool whip cool. actually has to pay him royalties for the name yeah cool whip cool whip yeah so i'll tell you a quick story one time we're hanging out at my mom's uh, old house right and I believe, Pete, you might have even been there. But uh, awesome. we're, you know how, like, we would hang out and, you know, we would party and do our thing and just chill. And we were a bunch of teenagers being badasses. So we're hanging out on, like, the back porch of my mom's house. And Chris is there with, you know, whatever dime he, dime piece he was sporting at the time because that's just what he does. Yeah, it always depends on what day of the week, which one he wanted to drag out. Yeah, how about it, right? Uh, anyway... We're all there hanging out. And then all of a sudden, Chris says, I'm leaving. No, nothing else says I'm leaving. Lights up a smoke, walks over to a car. In the car was another friend of his and friend of the show and husband to former guest of the show, Carly Myers. The guy in the car was Brian Myers, right? Ah. And he's in there doing his thing. Chris walks up to the car. All the windows are up, right? He walks up to the car smacks the top of the car right the roof of the car and this is just like a regular four-door sedan maybe like yeah. a camry or an acura something along those lines something you've seen on on streets hundreds of thousands of times yeah he smacks the top of the car while he's walking by he walks by the car takes a puff of his smoke flicks it right walks back to the car without even looking and then jumps in the car feet first without opening the door and goes through the window <laughs> I'll tell you. It was time to roll, baby. It was time to roll. I'll tell you, I have never seen anything cooler in my life. I was yeah. blown the fuck away. Like, d just know, I attempted that later. Didn't end up good no. for old Uncle Maddie. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Not a, I think you know. he may have knocked Brian up there. I think Brian may have been pregnant after that. I mean, I'd hope so. You know, if anyone was in that car, they were pregnant <laughs> after that, pal. That was quite the insertion. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah, but he's uh, he's a pretty damn cool guy. And I'll tell you what the you know, when we're doing this show, I really kind of judge how awesome the show is by the level of people that like the show, you know? Oh, yeah. So when I found out that Chris here liked the show, that he listened to the show, that he thought it was a good show and that he would be willing to come on the show. I'll tell you what. I was ecstatic. And I'll tell you, not just for me, but for the show. Because yes. if guys like this like the show, then we're doing something right here. We don't know what we're doing right, but we're doing something right. You know yeah, something's I mean? being done, and it's not being done wrong. So yeah. therefore, it yeah. must be right. Amen to that, brother. Amen to that. So now that I know he likes the show, and he's happy to be here and all that stuff, we're happy to have him. Chris, before we get started, I would just like to ask, have you seen the movie Bohemian Rhapsody? And if yes, what'd you think of that piece of shit movie? 
I fucking love it. Oh, yes! <laughs> one for the good guys. Are you love it? Really? Are yeah, you? just because you hate you, son of a bitch. <laughs> you know what? I'm okay with that then. I, All right. I, actually, I actually saw that on a plane to fucking Florida. Uh, it was all right, but just because you hate it, I fucking love it. Fight <laughs> is a hell of an emotion, and I'll take it yeah. any chance I can get. Yeah. You need it, Pete. You haven't had a win in that category in months. Dude, months. Matt, most of my life is fueled off of spite. <laughs> that's that's it. That's my entire life. Yeah, yeah fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're gonna come to find out that that is, Chris has been very spiteful, and it's pretty great. But yeah, so Chris, man, I'll tell you what. I meant everything I said about, you know, you liking the show and supporting the show and coming on. I can't thank you enough. How are you doing, pal? Pretty good. Pretty good. You're putting a lot of pressure on me early. I mean, you've already jumped into a car feet first through the passenger side window without looking after flicking a cigarette away. I know how to make an exit. I mean, there's no pressure. I mean, really, if you if you can do that, I mean, the world's your oyster at that point. You know what I mean? Like, come on, you know. But uh, I have a confession to make, Matt. I uh, I met Chris in middle school when when yeah. we were wrestling. He was a year older than me, and you yeah. know we're on the wrestling team. And so when he was on the wrestling team, they're actually good. But so I knew Chris Wertan. I didn't know any other the Wertans. So I get up to high school, and there's a guy on the team named Pat Wertan. I'm like. Was I calling this guy Chris and his name was Pat this entire because Chris had quit <laughs> wrestling at this time. So, the, so it took me like two weeks to realize, oh no, this is not the same guy. It's his brother. Yeah. 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 For, yeah. So, like Pete said, Chris has an older brother, definitely not as cool, um, but yeah. his name's Pat. And you uh, you might have heard. Matt, that was the thing that was confusing. I'm like, well, this guy's nowhere near as funny as Chris. He seems like kind of a Debbie Downer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. And you might have heard us mention Pat before because we talked about him in the uh, the on your first episode, Pete, when I told that Upper Perks oh, story. Yeah. And Pat, what an actually, incredible match, by the way! Incredible, great, you were great, there. Great work, Pete. Great yeah. work. Yeah, you know, incredible. Still living off it. Uh, thirty years too. later, <laughs> I would too. I just be. I wouldn't have done anything. Yeah, being like, fuck yeah, eat shit up a perk. Yeah, I would have been. That I would still like wear a shirt every day if that yeah. was me. You know, yeah. but, I should have uh, bought a house in Upper Perk, and then you're just like, hey, every Friday night, if you guys want to see the match again, just come over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would have been the best. Well, too too bad Pat lost the fucking Luke Curley. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, but mm. you know, I mean. He did. Did he beat Curly at District Tools or? He would. I think. He would. Uh, I, I. I don't recall. Pat, yeah. Pat probably lost. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, no. Don't get it. <laughs> nah, he was good. He yeah. Was, Pat was really good. Pat was really, really good. Hey, that that team was a was a, a District Tools champion, and every single person on that team played their part to get us there. Yeah. 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 I would agree. Pat was very dude. Pat was underrated because talk about a freaking. I mean, I don't want to church up your brother, but. He had a freaking gas tank like you wouldn't freaking believe. <laughs> so fucking annoying because you're yeah. like, we're, I, I know I would in the stairs and we're running stairs in the morning. I would like hang by Pete because I'm like, all right, we'll just me and him. We'll stay together. We'll do our thing. No one's going to fucking yell at us as long as we keep moving. And then you see this little fucking, <laughs> fucking, you know, fucking Johnny Stunod Wertan just fly by. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. We can do it. We can do it. Come on, guys. <laughs> You're like, shut your fucking mouth, asshole. Yeah. Well, I mean, he played soccer too. So, I mean, that, I mean, 
That's, sure. that's a lot of endurance there, too. Well, he's not the only one. We got some soccer players here. So let's yeah. talk. All right. So let's get into it because yeah. we got a lot of shit we want to talk about. Because I'll tell you what, if me and Chris go off on a tangent, it's going to be a while before we get back because we can go down a dark road pretty quickly. <laughs> All right. So am I, am I supposed to be like reining you guys in now? Like if I see it, I uh, get a little too, too much bird walking or should I just let it go? Just let well, it flow. Let's let it ride. Let's let, let's see yeah, where let it, it goes. Let's let it ride. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's go. I got yeah. all the time in the world. So, yeah, <laughs> same. So, all right. So, I want to. So, we'll start with this. Uh, Chris here was born in uh, Re- Holy Redeemer Hospital, which, Pete, is that in Abington? Would you know? Yes. It's, uh, yeah, not, not too far from Northeast Philly. Yeah. Yeah. And then he grew up in Montgomeryville, which is the pride and joy of the North Penn Territories. Creme de la creme, baby. The creme de la creme. I'm house shopping myself. And I'll tell you what, not really looking in Lansdale, but would love a house in Montgomeryville. Well, you know, (laughs) trash bags in Lansdale can stay in fucking Lansdale. (laughs) (laughs) Real, real, real nice, Chris. Real nice. Wow, I'm just letting you know. It's okay. You know, they wouldn't be able to afford Montgomeryville anyway. So, but they can it. go to Lansdale if they want to train at Carly Myers Gym. Uh, no, former yeah. guest of the show has a great business going on. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, Carly Myers LLC. Yeah, yeah. Great if you uh, if you trash, yeah, if you trash bags in Lansdale, want to get some personal training and go to Carly Myers Personal Fitness. It's on Main Street. So, if you want to yeah. stop being a trash bag, that's how you do it. Yeah, you get royalties for that. I mean, she's. Uh, I, I mean, I put her through enough, so <laughs> we can shout out her business. <laughs> Poor thing. Uh, so either way, you. Uh, as far as Chris here went to public school K through twelve, did some Kutztown, did some Monco, did some Temple, did some Penn State, did all of that with some school. We'll get more in detail into that later, but I want to start out with some sports. So. Chris here is part of an elite group of athletes known as soccer players. And oh, yeah. Old Uncle Maddie will tell you this, that I was very jealous of the travel team soccer players because I tried out every year and I got cut every year. Never made the travel <laughs> team. I made, I made my school team, which was the Catholic school team, which was our team was really good. But yeah, did not make the travel team. Really Matt, I, about it. I got to play soccer for about a year, and all they told me was to kick the ball out of bounds. They're like, no, McCormick, if the ball comes to you, kick it out, and then there's a fresh start and someone else can take it. I'm like, okay, coach, whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, you know, at least he was thinking strategically. Yeah, don't kick across the field and kick it out of bounds if it comes to you. That's all I was taught. I'll tell you what, yep. Pete, if you got behind a fucking kick, though, right? Like if you were able to get a couple oh, stacks into it, you'd smash fucking, the shit out of that. He's probably yeah. Worried, yeah, he's probably that happened to take one a, time, and yeah. I broke our best player's nose because it went hey. straight into his face. <laughs> hey, good for good, good yeah. for you. Fuck that kid. Yeah, yeah. Get, <laughs> out, get out, get out of the way, buddy. But Pete, you were, were like, where were you aiming? You weren't aiming. I was just aiming downfield. Like I was like, because they only put me on defense. So basically, like yeah. the ball came to me. I was like, I'm just going to kick it as hard as I can, Smart. and I'm just not going to kick it down the field i'm going to kick it towards the sideline i booted it boom smacks him right in the face like went like 20 yards and then they pulled me out of the game oh man and the kid's like on the broke you know, star player he's decapitated yeah if he was a real star then the kid wouldn't have been crying but well, I, I only played I one year because like i broke my collarbone so i couldn't play football that year and, pl- and but i thought soccer was the greatest thing because when i played football i had to cut 
you know, 20 to 30 pounds oh. to play with kids that were two years older than me because of my size. Yeah. And in soccer, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, when people have a water break, I can also have a water break. I don't have to put on the plastic bag and run. So, like, I thought yeah. soccer was the greatest sport ever. Yeah. 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 Until you found out, you know, that you could take a kid's head off with your right leg. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you, those are lessons you need to learn as a kid. Absolutely. I did that. I did that to uh, a friend of the show and former guest of the show, uh, Ron Scott Leskey, also a uh, member of uh, Scott and Bell Productions, Ron Scott Leskey, owner of Scott and Bell Productions. I actually did that to his sister one time when we were playing soccer in the backyard, kicked it right in her face. Sorry, Paula, if you're listening. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Good to see we, we like, we, do you support women's, women be abuse here? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Chris, do you know uh, Deacon Jones? Remember Deacon Jones from the NFL? Yes. There's this old clip in the 70s where he's like explaining his technique, you know, where he would come up and like like smack guys in the helmet. And as he's doing it, he goes like, anytime you slap a man upside the head or a woman, they're going to get disoriented. <laughs> and I'm like, I like how uh, Deacon's there, like, yeah, like, hey, you know? hey. Equal rights, right? Yeah. Exactly. Hey. Even hey. in the you 70s, know? he was a man yeah. ahead of his time. Hey. Yeah. You know, yeah. He, he, he was woke before woke was even woke. Hey, he, he was the freaking inventor of woke. It looks like, you know, Apparently. yeah. How about it? So, okay. So you played some soccer, you did a lot of soccer and I think like soccer was big in your family, right? Like yeah. everybody played soccer, like a yeah. bunch of freaking stews. So yeah, we, had, we had three, three travel teams. Oh my God. Yeah. E e e even when I wasn't playing, I had to go to fucking another tournament somewhere else for like my sister's fucking shit, which was terrible. Uh, F. Who wants to watch women's soccer? Come on, oh, get real. F off, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I remember we'd be part of I was part of that crew, too, where it's like, fuck, I'm getting dragged to one of these stupid soccer tournaments again. Yeah. You know, and we would run into each other at those places. You know oh, what I absolutely. mean? Absolutely. And you're like, oh, this guy's here. All right, let's fucking do some, you know, we'll hang with the cool kids and do the cool stuff. Until yeah, you had we'll to some, go play we'll get a game. some Powerades and some fucking hot dogs. Oh, man. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know, just uh, yeah, be a pain in the ass for all the parents. That's yeah. usually You'd be like, oh, I got this tournament for uh, sixteen hours. This is gonna be great. Yeah, <laughs> could you imagine like <laughs> thinking of it from a parent's perspective now? Because like my we had my mom had four, and you're you're you were one of four as well, yeah. right? And we're both third. We're both number three out of the four. The and, best like, there is. Yeah, about it, man. <laughs> Lucky number three. And like, but uh, you like we would you would go to these tournaments and these are all day soccer tournaments and you have one kid that's playing. That means that you have three other kids that are just like in this parking in like, or whatever at this school or whatever the hell it is. That's just running around on miles of open territory. And you're just like, all right, well, I guess they'll come back eventually. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, there's a gate, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> just hope they don't get in trouble or the police don't come yeah well and then when you were the kid that had to play though how jealous of you watching the other kids on the playground like oh like after like the first like half of the uh, game yeah. you're like motherfucker like i mean yeah. especially because i was on the b team so like we didn't really give a fuck we were just a bunch of bruisers out there we were yeah. just trying yeah. to fucking you know yeah. we, we, we were just trying to get out there and do what the hell we you know, had to do and yeah beat the hell out of the other team yeah that's all it really mattered a couple of bash brothers going on there, <laughs> yeah you know yeah, that's see, that's the way to do it. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. I bet yeah. your coach freaking loved his job. 
He's like, all right, let's oh. send out the, the heavy hitters and fucking let them have it. You know what I mean? Uh, he probably didn't like me too much because I, I got fucking like the most red cards in the goddamn league for cursing out goddamn uh, every single ref or just <laughs> playing real fucking dirty because I had a real bad temper back when I was a kid. That, that's what I always love about soccer is this whole card system where like, oh, you misbehaved. Here's a card. Like, you should know what that is. I'm like colorblind. I'm sitting there like, I have no idea what the hell is yeah. going on right now. <laughs> yeah. You're like, why are you showing me a gray card, asshole? Yeah, yeah <laughs> fuck you, buddy. <laughs> All right, take yeah. the gray card and go fuck yourself. Yeah, no, like, sir, you're you're out of the game. Yeah. What? Yeah. I remember the first soccer game I was at, uh, somebody on the team, like we, you know, we're little and, and somebody, you know, kicks a line drive and someone jumped up and like grabbed it. And my dad jumps up and like pump us. He's like, yeah, that's right. And like <laughs> the guy pulls out the yellow card and my dad's like, what's going on? That's the best play I've seen all game. And like, they're like, yeah, sir, you uh, cannot use your hands. <laughs> he is not the goalie. Yeah. yeah You're yeah. like, what? Yeah. You're like, oh, like, oh finally somebody using their hands. I don't understand. Yeah, what kind of <laughs> bullshit sport is this? Yeah. <laughs> The one thing I'll, I will say this, the one thing I like think why so, like soccer has definitely gotten bigger in America, but oh, yeah. It's the one, now. yeah, but the, I, it's still not even close to like the big three, not even close to the big <sighs> three, I would say. I, I, I think it's, it's definitely bigger than hockey now. I you think, think so? it's not even close. Yeah. Yo, by the way, fuck hockey. Shit sucks. Oh! <laughs> Shit sucks. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Where's our fucking ice here, huh? You yeah, know? yeah. Like, it's not like we war- can walk out in the alley and fucking slap around the puck. You yeah. know what I mean? A bunch of fucking nerds who can only stay on the ice for forty seconds. Grow up. Yeah, like, hey, yeah. we suck at real sports, so we'll just freeze the ground and see what we yeah. do there. Like, I mean, yeah. we're, we're, we're talking about Canadians here. Like, That's real. true. Like, Are they even real. people? Uh, who knows. I, I, no one's ever proven proved that they are to me. Yeah, so. yeah. Variable country, as far as I'm concerned, they just yeah. uh, sub, subsist off of uh, you know extracting natural resources, yeah. like like a banana republic. Exactly. Yeah. They all live in fucking Toronto. That's basically it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen Canadian bacon. They're just like lining up across our border, waiting to yeah. invade. Yeah, yeah. Sweet ham, bro. <laughs> Nice syrup, you freaking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They tried to like lull us in with like Pamela Anderson and Jim Carrey back in yeah. the day. They got yeah. close with, yeah. with uh, you know post pubescent Pete barely you know barely survived. Yeah, you and all of us, pal. You and all of us. It's a freaking nerd world country. You know what I mean? <laughs> so okay. So I want to bring this up, though. So like we said, you're one of four, right? And you would do soccer and track and some other things. But you have a brother that we spoke of, uh, Pat. Pat is nut. But Pat would do something called the local Olympics. Is that right? Yeah. So could you give us an idea what's going on in Chinatown? So we're probably like eight or nine. Pat would put, put together these pamphlets of the events. He would print them all out on our dot matrix printer <laughs> on our good old Packer Bell. Oh, uh, by the way, spelling was not even close. Sure. And all, 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 all the events that we would come through, Free it, spell it, check. It, it was, yeah, exactly. And so it, it was basically my entire neighborhood. We would hand them all out to, to everybody. We'd have these teams and then we would play all these events and it was quite a fucking shit show. To yeah. be honest with you. Was there a lot of arguing that went on? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That was like half of every game as a kid was yeah. arguing. It, it, like, like someone, someone would piss somebody off 
And then they'd be like, you're out. You're out for the rest of the Olympics. You're like, you can't curse or this, that, and the other. Or somebody <laughs> kicked you, kick, someone kicked somebody's uh, neighbor's dog. Oh, okay, you're out. <laughs> it, uh, uh, like Phil Myers got kicked out for fucking throwing a, uh, one of those like snap things. You know, those little <laughs> snap things. At, at, yeah, at, yeah. Yeah. At, at, at our neighbor's do- at our neighbor's dog and she had the swimming pool so the swimming events and then he got kicked oh. out of the olympics so it was like what are we doing here it's like you know you might think that you're worth a lot but the person that owns the pool for the olympics like yeah. they're very high on that exactly. uh totem pole yeah yeah like, it, Pat- it was an above ground like like six foot pool like what were we really gonna do like oh yeah let's swim some laps you're like, look, we're going to do an 800. We're going to do a 900. Yeah. I could yeah. see Pat, too, being like, excuse me, Mrs. Oh, McIntosh, can we please use your pool for our Olympics? Of course. That yeah. was like the, you know, the rules enforcer and shit. And I just oh, be like, yeah. fuck yeah. you, Pat. You know, there's so <laughs> many arguments. It, was, it yeah. was such a shit. You're like, shit. Chris, I have it written down right here. Yeah. It's subsection yeah, it's a, a of paragraph yeah. C. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, did I, you read I, the pamphlet? Brian Myers actually found one of those pamphlets the the like two years ago, and I was just reading through it. And I was fucking dying. <laughs> I was like, "This is fucking absurd." How many like, events were there? Was, oh, there was like 16, 16 20 events. It was absurd. oh my god, Chris, can ridiculous. you hunt that down for us? I I, I I'll try. I, I'll ask Brian if he still has. Yeah. If you, if you do send me a yeah. goal, yeah. If, we if will you, read it on air. We will go over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? We will host the Olympics. We'll like just yeah. like go by the old, yeah. like, you know, like they're like, hey, how did they do the original Olympics? Well, like, yeah, this is the original P Dog Olympics, right. and we're hosting it this summer. <laughs> yeah. Dude. And, and like, you know, me and Brian Myers were, were always on a team. We, we would make our own fucking country because we were fucking retarded. Our country, our country was uh, butt stinky, so it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was like Ireland versus butt stinky. <laughs> uh, I mean, butt stinky is still a better name of a country than Botswana, right? Yeah. Like, come on. And, and, and we make these. Well, we have an opening ceremony. We have closing ceremony we'd have all oh this my shit legit like pat's been doing this since he was like i don't know six seven years old he's he's he still puts together all these like golf tournaments and shit for us like every year <laughs> and i'm like he, he's just like he, that's like what he does he loves yeah, yeah. shit man it's yeah like, well you know what it's always great to have somebody like that in your group because you always oh. know like oh i don't have to like worry about like i don't have to worry about keeping my friendships intact yeah. i just have this guy that like sends yeah. out the emails i just have to yeah. respond yeah. yes or no yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly hey pal we're planning a trip to vegas Plan that shit because I yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a, always but, the best uh, the, the always the best man yeah oh exactly. my god he's uh, he's the one too like you're and he knows like you're the one that's gonna argue with everything when oh, it happens absolutely absolutely you gotta be done right Pat come yeah. on yeah. you know <laughs> so what so besides yeah, what's the gloss on this paper you printed out this is bullshit yeah I, uh, yeah, I mean it, it was terrible <laughs> it was terrible paper. I'm, I'm 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 not gonna lie i'm fucking super excited if we can see this thing because i will piss myself laughing so so let's keep it going though so like we said you did a little bit of track but then you also did a sport that we big up on this show a lot and we're talking about some freaking wrestling oh yeah one year baby one and done one so you and rap, done. did some wrestling in middle school 
And uh, so I want to hear you. We have a story about your first match ever. So let me hear it. What do you got? So my first match ever was against Joe Radicelli. Joey Radicelli. Ah. All right. Boy, so um, you only wrestled in eighth grade? I only wrestled in eighth grade. I was also 80 pounds in eighth grade. I think I was born at 80 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) I told him I was 80 pounds when I was in third grade. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I was actually, I was actually probably 75, but Casey LaFell beat me out. So I had to go to fucking 80. But anyway, Uh, um, so as I wrestled Joe first match, he only beat me five nil. Not bad. Not Not bad. bad. Joey was a good guy. Joey was, yeah. Joey would be an eventual 100 match winner. So, regional champ. I was quite a squirrely fellow. I, know, mm-hmm. I, I can get I can get out a lot of stuff, but yeah, you didn't fall uh, for that shrug. You didn't overpressure him. <laughs> no, I, I basically just fucking laid down and said, like, "Don't fucking get pinned, asshole." Well, I still maintain, I maintain to this day that our high school team would have been even better if you and Sean Day. We interviewed Sean Day last week. If you two had yeah. stayed on the team, because you were pretty. I I remember it was like at in seventh. I was in seventh grade at the time, and I was the worst one on the team. Like, you were good, and Cabot was really good. Sean Day was an animal. Brandon Hill was good. I'm like, oh, man, we're going to get the high school and all these guys. And then you and Sean Day quit. I'm like, sons of bitches. <laughs> I mean, I pretty much quit everything in 10th grade. Once I got there, I started <laughs> fucking smoking and doing all types of shit. I was like, ah, fuck this. Ain't yeah. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't quit being a ladies' man. No, yeah. Stop it. You had to call well, Deacon Jones man. to get that, like, uh, that, that, hey, yo, you can knock out any woman you want. You just <laughs> yeah. have to put your mind to it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you so, gotta keep that bit, pimp hand strong right away. But uh, yeah, I didn't do bad though. I mean, I think I was five and five. Hey, that's yeah. pretty good for yeah, only ever wrestling yeah, for one year. Like one year. Yeah, so it, it started off rough, and then and once I started figuring it out at the end, I was like, okay. Yeah, I bet you could beat your. <laughs> I bet you could beat Pat too. Every single time I wrestled Pat. Oh. Beat him. <laughs> Every See, single time. And Kevin would tell me, why don't you just wrestle everybody like you wrestle Pat? I'm like, it's different. Yeah. <laughs> it's different. You're out for blood. It's a lot different. You're like, none of these people made me adhere right. to this rule book right here right. every summer. Yeah. yeah. But, like, we shared a bedroom for 14 straight years. Oh, <laughs> baby. That'll do it, too. Like, yeah. Like, this is, it's a it little too. different. Yeah. Like, then fucking John, like John, or, or I'm like, I don't care about John from like Salford. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You're like, I'm going, we're, when we go out for pizza after this, I'm going to stick it right up his nose. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then you mentioned Kevin. Kevin's your older brother. He's yeah. also stud, big fan of mm-hmm. him. So I do want to bring up this story. Um, so, like, uh, we told the story about. When we beat Upper Perk, right? Uh, a couple of years later, we would be back there again, and we would be in another big, ma- big match, and we were one match away from winning. Unfortunately, that match was me, and Aww. I lost, right? And during the wrestling match, I remember this distinctly. I'm out there wrestling, doing my thing, and then all of a sudden, I hear, "Come on, Matthew!" <laughs> <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, that's fucking Chris. And I was like, out of all the thousands of people yelling at me right now, I heard Matthew. (laughs) (laughs) I was like laughing while I was there. But yeah, so funny story. Well, for for the fans, like, you know, I didn't know Kevin as well, but whenever they showed up anywhere, they were like a pro wrestling entourage. They'd be like, hype. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) absolutely. 
Oh, yeah. You guys were, like, the best. Oh, yeah. I used to go to the women's basketball matches in high school or matches or games, <laughs> whatever the fuck they were called. Yeah. So I'd go there just to literally go to the top of, uh, of the bleachers and fall all the way down onto the court. I did this every <laughs> fucking game. <laughs> and, and people was like, oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. I'm like, Whoa. how do you not know what I'm doing at this point? I literally come to every game that I do this. People are, like, shocked. And I'm like... <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. You would go to the very all top, way of the to the top, and just literally throw my body all the way down and just start rolling <laughs> every step until I landed on the court. What the fuck? Didn't that hurt? Uh, sure, whatever. Who cares? You know, it, it was all for the fucking, you know, the, the glory. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. He yeah. had to get the fans riled up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, let's go. Let's go. Let's go, maidens. Yeah, the yeah, maidens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get them going. Yeah, I'll tell you this: every girl on the away team basketball, like every girl from like who was on the visiting team, will probably forever tell the story of like, do you remember when we were at North Penn <laughs> yeah. and this fucking guy fell down the bleachers? And then every girl that was on like the our basketball team was like, dude, yeah, how many yeah, times did this guy asshole? fall down the fucking <laughs> yeah. bleachers? Yeah, the guy that ruined every single game for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy that made it so it was impossible to make a foul shot yeah, because we're yeah. the one down. that kept be- uh, like, chanting the ref beats his wife. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh man. So okay. So you guys want? I I do have the Deacon Jones clip. Should I? Oh baby, yeah. I saw you put that in the thing. Was the reality of the Deacon's threat of breaking arms? Was the reality of the Deacon Jones head slap? The head slap was to do two purposes. One was to give myself an initial head start on the pass rush. In other words, an extra step. Because anytime you go upside a man's head or a woman, then they have a tendency to blink the eyes or close the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh. All right. Anytime you go upside a man's head or woman, <laughs> or woman, <laughs> they blink their eyes. I fucking love that. That's so great. I mean, you know, I would. I mean, if I, oh god, I'd be afraid to hit my wife because she'd fucking stab me. Yeah, yeah, most people would be mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're not sorry. even married to Eastern Europeans like you. <laughs> How about it? How about it? You'd be smart to find one. They're not bad. I mean, but your wife's Italian, Pete. She'd fucking she, you. Even if you didn't even, even if you didn't hit her, she still it's a 50 50 chance. She's going to chop off your kielbasa in the middle of the night. You know what I mean? That's right, Matt. That's why I, uh, you know, I, I lock the doors and I hide the keys on the top shelf. Cause she's a little bit shorter than me. That way there's no way. Smart. There you go. Smart, smart. moves. Smart Edging move. your bets there. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to bring this up, too. So you did some basketball. You kind of played something. You know, you were doing everything. But another big thing, and this is something that we all did as kids, is you played a little something called N64, a.k.a. Nintendo 64. Uh And I'll tell you this. And this is something that I think every neighborhood had. Every neighborhood had a kid that was like this kid's the gamer of the world like this kid's the best gamer ever in our neighborhood yeah that ruined everything for you yeah or like if you got to a level you couldn't beat yeah like here you go you're like man i'm on like fucking level seven of the fucking mario bros i cannot get past the air world Yeah. yeah and he'd come over and he'd knock it out 
But then if you played fucking uh, like gold, yeah, but then he's like, no, but don't go for it. I just just that level, just that level. And then he's like, no, no I think I want to. He's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, just 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 stand back. I got, I got this. I got yeah. this. Let so me like, get to right. the P wing. Yeah, it's like I'll play. I'll play when you die. Doesn't die. Beats the game. It's like, great. All right. Well, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but so Chris here, did you have a, a neighborhood gamer legend? Yep. Good old Stevie Wable. Stevie and Wable. Phil Myers, to be honest, he was a fucking beast as well. Yeah. Like Steve, yeah. Steve was a fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Gold Golden Eye was like like eating one of fucking play with them. Dude, yeah, we had a he kid. Was the worst. Yeah, we had a kid in our neighborhood, Jay DeCola. Jay DeCola was the gaming king of the Cuyahoga. He was like the best gamer that's <laughs> ever lived. Even before, I think they did like where you could play like Xbox Live and stuff. I think he was going to like you know like national gaming co- competitions and things oh, like that. Like good, good old land tournaments. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah, yeah. He was. <laughs> He was he was legit, and it was great because asshole was like one of those golden eye dickheads where you couldn't play with him. And but he played ob job like an asshole. Oh, he's the worst. But you you probably got he, you know he had some sleepovers to your house. I'm sure you saw it. But yeah, so fucking he would uh <laughs> at you know asshole would be the worst to play with. But then Jada Cole would come by and fucking clean his clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like Tommy. I exist. Tommy, I'm gonna bring over my ringer to beat you. you I'm so sick of you winning. Yeah, I'm gonna bring over the guy. He's the best. You're not the best. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Jobs, like, whatever. But uh, you do have a uh, you do have a story that involves asshole. I do, and some N64. Uh-oh. Would you care to share? I do. It it was. I don't. I, I really don't know why your brother was over my house, but it was like New Year's Eve. It must have been Loser so, Day. Yeah, <laughs> it, or, it wasn't New Year's Eve. It was Christmas Eve. Yeah, must have been giving out free haircuts. And, and, and and his family didn't want him around, so he had to go yeah, visit your family. Totally, yeah, yeah. True. I had to go house. Like, All right. Like, I don't know how much better that is, but <laughs> um, so it was Christmas Eve. My parents always let us open. One present, of course, they let us open the N64. Oh, yeah. man. Game and, on. And, yeah. Yeah. So we had Diddy Kong Race, and we sat up all night and played that pretty much the entire night. And we got to the goddamn octopus. That fucking octopus. Just, <laughs> you, you literally had to hit every blue balloon, if you, if you recall the game. Yeah. I do, obviously. Yeah. But you literally had to hit <laughs> Every fucking blue to blue, and we couldn't fucking do it. And I'm not gonna call him. So I'm gonna call my boy T- T- Tommy. Tommy, fucking beat the goddamn octopus. <laughs> oh! we went fucking, it, it was like four o'clock a.m. and we're going nuts. Yeah, and like, what the hell's going on down there? We're like, shut up. We're like, whoa, we're gonna beat the octopus. Yeah, and it was just like, holy shit. But but how we it, beat I mean, the was, yeah. I mean, we went. We probably went from like seven, seven p.m. to four, five, six a.m. Just the controllers are encrusted in Doritos. It's like it was absurd, dude. You know, just passing it along next uh, to you, me, Pat, Tom, me, Pat, Tom, me, Pat, yeah. Tom, and, and like you're, and like one person's getting better each time. You're like, yeah. oh, and, oh and wait, yeah. you know what? You know what? I'm gonna skip my turn. You do it this time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like you got so close, you take my yeah. turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. then it became a team yeah. effort. Close. Was yeah. N64 yeah. also the first one with the joystick? Yeah, 
So like when you played it enough, you would get the blisters. Like that was the first oh, time yeah. like, oh, I'm getting blistered up from this motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it had the trigger, right? Yep. First oh, one with yeah. the trigger. And it, and it had four players eventually. Four right? players. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that, that's old night, right? Yeah. yeah. Dude, I was <laughs> when we had Tommy Romeo on the show. He was like, he was talking about, he was like, yeah, I was playing video games with my brother. And he tells the story how, like, how his brother put a hole in the wall above his head. But he was saying, he was like, yeah, we're playing video games. And like, you know, we're standing like six feet from the TV. And we were like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's because how long the cord was, right? Like, <laughs> do you remember if you had like multiple controllers, the wires? Oh, baby. Look at that. For those I, people, oh, yeah. For those people listening. Oh, this Chris, is a shit. custom painted. Custom Zelda controller that I just did a couple weeks ago because I'm a Dude, fucking loser. I think no. we just found your profile because <laughs> no, you're a legend. Yeah, yeah. I think Custom we just painted, it. baby. Yeah, that's a uh, for people listening. That Chris just held up to the camera a uh, it's a N64 controller. That's gold with a custom painting of the Zelda symbol. Triforce, baby. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. Get it, I mean, get it, get it right. You don't. Oh. If you're not a Zelda guy, I literally don't want to talk. Chris, yeah. I, I'm so bad at video games. I just recently got a, or I guess it was a year ago. I got one of those um, retro pies. It has like all the old games on it, yeah. like the emulators. And mm-hmm. I still have not been able to beat Zelda or Mario Brothers. <laughs> They're tough the games. They're tough the games. Yeah, the Zelda? original. I had the original Zelda. Zelda. Yeah. yeah. The original Zelda is real tough. They're tough. Yeah. And they're cheap, too. Yeah. Like, oh, you know this. YouTube, those somebody games beats in 40 cheap. minutes. No, but those <laughs> games cheat, right? Like, there's things in the games that they have now where it's like, oh, this just, you know, like, you know, like something happens, it's pretty fair. But in the, in the older games, like, it, if it didn't work, it's like, oh, tough shit, oh, right? Yeah. Like, you didn't, it didn't oh. do it this time when it's supposed yeah. to. Like, well, well, I maintain the older games are, are, are still the best games because I like we oh, did a bachelor incredible. party last summer and I brought that that retro pie and that like took over. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, man, I'm fucking oh, playing." Dude, when you're playing okay. Duck Hunt, let me yeah. ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. What did you play? Oh me, I I, I play Zelda and Mario Brothers three, two, and one. Like th- th- that those that are bachelor my party though. What'd you play? But you probably I'm gonna assume you probably played Punch Out. Yeah, punch Out was punch played. Out. Oh yeah, Punch yeah. Out was definitely played. Classic Punch Out Contra. Contra's always played. Of course, Contra's played. Always. Incredible game. One yeah. of the best games of all time. Agreed. The number one. What was the number one game, though? It's, a, it's not a verse game, but it's a two-player game. On, uh, on NES? I think it was NES, but this was a retro pie, so it had, like, every game, like, ever from those old systems. My personal favorite game is Kid Icarus. Yeah, I don't uh-huh. know if you guys ever played that. No. I have never played that, no. Very nerd game. Yeah. Yeah. Double Dragon, Double Dragon oh, too. Yeah. yeah, Double Dragon is fucking incredible. I forgot Double about Dragon. That. Is Chris, I used to live life. in uh in Fishtown, and we have a bar there called Barcade, which is like yeah. it has like oh yeah, and Double yeah. Dragon always had in the there. line. You always had to get up and like, and I lived one block from there. So my yeah. thing was we had half uh half day Fridays during the summer for work. So I would be like, okay, I'm doing my first happy hour at Barcade when all the games are open. I can go through it, and then yeah. I'll meet everybody else up. There. But I love Barcade. Yeah. yeah, I might have to check Barcade. <laughs> I forgot out. about Double Drag. What a hell yeah. of a game. So yeah, no, yeah. So thanks for uh, thanks Battle for Battle Toads. Yeah, as well. Also mm. Did you ever? So remember, there was a game on Sega, the Beavis and Butthead game. Did you ever? Oh play yeah, that? pretty good game. Pretty good game. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Beavis and Butthead at Home Alone. I could ne- I I never understood the games. I couldn't get. I would just be stuck in this room, like jumping on a pool table. I'm like, I have no idea what the hell I'm supposed to do. 
yeah. I, I think I also get stuck with that point. <laughs> this, game, no. this game stinks. Uh, <laughs> I did like the Simpsons game, though, where, like, Barney was, like, chasing you around in the clouds, like, burping uh, nuclear burps at you. That was Yeah, like- it didn't make any sense. And you got, like, Marge fucking swinging a vacuum and shit. It was fucking strange. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the older games they had. Well, that's what they—they just take like another game, and then they would just put other characters on, and like, well, this will make sense, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so let's keep it going. Um, I do want to say, yeah. So, speaking of video games, October second, Graham's Pub, Land of the Free, Home of the Brave. I'll be winning the rights back to my show in the biggest game of Mario Kart that's ever lived when I take out asshole and win the rights back to the show. So, me and Pete can start living free and not be, you know, live under this oppressive rule of asshole. Would you I will be not be ass- held down. Would I be an asshole if I said I was rude? You're not the only you one. Can root, you can root. <laughs> you know what? Chris, you can root in one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up first. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will, I will say this is that uh, we have. So for all our listeners know, we have this show, which is the main show, the Tuesday show. But then we have mm-hmm. a sister show called The Weekend Poppin' that airs yes. on Fridays at noon. That Cabot's uh, on, like, exclusively. Yeah. I mean, he's been on this show a couple times, too. But, you know, we got to limit the amount of Cabot that we air because, I mean, you know. But, uh, yeah. Cabot no, can talk, man. That guy can I, talk. Oh, yeah. Don't get it twisted. I fucking I, fucking, I love the guy. He's I fucking, fucking awesome. love Cabot. I fucking love him. But he's fucking awesome. I gotta be, yeah, yeah we gotta be careful of the amount of cabot we air, just because, <laughs> the, you know, too much cabot might not be healthy for everybody. <laughs> we could have like too much I, truth, too much the, truth in the, the air. <laughs> the thing is, is like I think it's not that it would be bad. I think it would be we would develop the the cult of cabot, where it's like yeah. we'd have like people like following his every word, which you know you shouldn't do. I got people like picketing my house, like you're not Cabot. I'm like, I know, I never (laughs) said I was. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. So either way, uh, Cabot, without even knowing about like the contest, was like all about Tom. So you're not the like. I have a co-host that uh, like completely against me winning the rights to the show back, and he's living under this. You know what? You know, I I turn a heart. I I want you to win. Hey, that's right. Middle brothers stick together. Appreciate that. that. Yeah. Real nice. Real nice. For those that are listening, Chris just flipped me off and told me to go shove it. So, all right. So let's keep it moving. I want to talk about this because this is something I think like a lot of young men do at least is that when you're Jerk a kid. Off? Oh, dude. That's, oh, I mean, I'm sorry. Th- that's not just young men. Pal. Yeah. 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 But uh, there's something that every. Soap is such a slut. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. yeah so uh uh when you're a kid though i feel like everyone eventually develops their own wrestling league right Mm -hmm. so in in our neighborhood we had ebw and then i think it was egw where there was extreme bedroom wrestling and uh we had to get (laughs) quick sounds kind of sounds kind of we didn't know we didn't know what we were saying but it's what we were saying and then (laughs) Uh, we had EGW, which was like extreme garage wrestling, where we and there wrestled. Was so, 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 just so you just moved rooms, whatever, whatever, whatever room it was in. It's like ELW, extreme living room wrestling. Do you really, do you really want to, you really want to compare names to wrestling leagues, Chris? Because I know the name, I know the name of. Hey, your... it's incredible! It's an so, incredible league. Okay, so I, I'll tell you what the the league is incredible, but the creative 
in this league <laughs> was fucking awesome. So <laughs> I want to talk about this, right? Oh, God, I'm so excited. So Chris here <laughs> and his neighborhood who would host the Olympics and all that stuff, they also had the wrestling league called the TWL, right? TWL, TWL. Yeah. And uh, the TWL stood for the wrestling league. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you can't get, I mean, that is to the point. I'll tell you they, what. They know exactly what it is. They're no, hey, there's no, no line. Wrestling league. Yeah. They're not hiding anything. But one yeah. of the best things about the TWL is that, can you say the TWL? Would it be the TWL or just No, TWL? it's just TWL. Don't yeah. say D because then it's D, the TWL. Yeah, yeah. So one of the best things about TWL. It's not Ohio State. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, one of the best things, though, is that there was a faction in TWL called the Hoagie Boys, yeah, right? That's my, that's my tag team trio, really. Yeah, and who oh, was man. and who was a part of? Uh, can you give us their wrestler names if you remember? A well, part it was of the Hoagie the, Boys. The the Deedle is the, Myers. The, the Deedle. The Deedle. <laughs> which came from i don't know if you guys know the the movie meet the deedles it was a very shitty 90s movie (laughs) i never even heard this meet the deedles meet the deedles a very shitty 90s movie yeah check it it out share this not very good yeah pete google it and we'll share it on the screen so we can so meet the deedles so you had a tag team named after a movie called meet the deedles so there was well well literally the 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 tag team really had nothing to do. I mean, this the Hoagie Boys. We literally just fucking Dude, it's got Paul Walker in it. And, yeah. And Dennis Hopper. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's quality. What? It's quality. I might have to quality pull. Holy oh, shit, man. I got to show you just like the, like, just the, the, the poster of this thing oh, is like. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, it's my beautiful. God. It's oh, beautiful. baby. Oh. <laughs> I think I remember this coming out. I never saw it, though. Meet the Deedles. Me, yeah, this is the Deedles. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wait, young is that Walker, uh, baby. is that uh Nina Dobrev? A young Nina Dobrev in this? No. You're you're asking the wrong guy. I know no no no. Yeah. Hey, well, we, we got the Deedles. Yeah, so, so we got the Deedles. So so, so the Brian Deedle. Myers was the Deedle. Okay. And then, so and I was a what, what, fucking Lou Finez, which is just a made up fucking name. Lou Finez. Yeah, classic, classic Lou Finez. Incredible, Beautiful. great name. And then our secret weapon, the submarine sandwich. <laughs> Steve Wable. <laughs> the sub the submarine sandwich. Basically, basically how. So so Steve couldn't come up, with, come up with a name. So he's like, oh, I'll be the submarine sandwich. And we're like, all right. So we're making the Hoagie Boys. <laughs> so Love it. Me with the Hoagie Boys. You know, like it was the NWO basically of the DWL. Yeah. Where we basically just dominated the shit out of the league. Yeah. You know, because it, it, it's not a federation. It's a league. The HWO. And, That's right. Yeah. yeah. The Hoagie World and, Order. And the, yeah, the Hoagie World Order, you know, yeah. came, it came with some oil and mail. But it, and... To be honest with you, we actually didn't even dominate the league because 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 me and Brian had been in the league. We sure. were also the commentators, right? It, 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 we, you know, you were so, booking. So, 
You were the Jerry Lawler. You were the JR. Yeah, we did it all, and and we wanted to keep people in the league. So uh, we just let other people win some matches, get the U.S. title, cardboard cardboard belts, obviously. Sure, sure. You know, you know, we like Brian. Actually, I think Brian held the tag, the world heavyweight title for quite a bit, which is absurd. But the tag team title went to the. the, the the Indian tr- duo, which was um, uh, what the hell? I, 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 me hair was Indian Tire. <laughs> that was his name, <laughs> Indian Tire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and hey, what just... what are you? What are you holding in your hand right now? Indian Tire. There we go, baby. <laughs> he, he, he would literally just come with a bike tire, just. Over, over his head, so like this, bad. and 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 that—it's like Frank Reynolds and always sunny. Like, oh, I'm the trash and, uh, man. What was what was Jigar? Fuck. God damn it! I forget his Indian like frame. Yeah, like the, but, the, but, the but Indian handle. It was also sunny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I mean, this thing went on for way too long. Yeah, yeah, we. we to the point where, like, we were in Latin class, right? Like me, Meyer, Steve, blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> so, like, like we we would film Mr. Sokolowski's Latin class. Yes, Mr. Sokolowski's <laughs> Latin class, and we would film we would film our pay per view events, which we sold tickets to that no one you know you actually sell them to people in middle school. And, oh, no, no one would ever show, no one would ever show up because we actually didn't sell the tickets. We just took their money. But smart. <laughs> but um. So we would film this and we'd show it. We, we would tell Mr. Sokolowski we got some Greco Roman wrestling, you know, that, that we want to show you know, to, to the class. You know, it's a class project. And we would just put this, we would just, he, he loved it, by the way. He was yeah. like, okay. He, he was like, yeah, yeah, put it up. He was so the man. He thought it was like, I'm not going to teach oh. fucking Latin to these kids. They don't give a shit. Oh, he, he show me these morons. We didn't give a shit, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatsoever. And like, like we would just put this on and be like, this is our project. And he'd be like, oh, you're like, oh, okay. And like, he, he was like, is, is there anything bad on here? We're like, no, yeah. no, <laughs> no, yeah. no. And like, the first scene is like, um, Phil Myers walking down my stairs, and he it, it was like a prize from the uh Saint Stan's Fair, which is like a bat, yeah, you know, like yeah, a bat, and yeah. he's got it, and he's got it down his fucking <laughs> down his pants, just, just, just hang, just hanging like a big ass dick, you know, just hanging, and he's walking down the stairs, and he's like, not for the big and hairy, and I was, I was like, holy shit. So and, and it was like oh, first scene, first yeah. scene. <laughs> Is there anything on this? Nope, right away. And, 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 and he's like, oh, we're like, oh, other than that, no, you know. And was, and, and wait, like, wait, what's the deal with not for the big and hairy? Why it was actually, you? it was actually like a, a, I think it was a Hagen Dazs commercial at the uh, like back in the nineties, where 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 it was like, uh, I think it was. The abominable snowman or something, and he was like eating the thing. He's like, "Oh, they're big and hairy." And we thought that was hilarious. So Phil just came down with a fucking dick and was like, "Oh, for the big and hairy." <laughs> right off if the bat, I, if yeah. I was a teacher, I'd be like, "These kids are fucking gold." <laughs> no, those kids are why why you want to become a teacher because like, oh, that's just fucking entertainment for days. Sokolowski like, loved it. He was oh, yeah, pissing himself laughing. Yeah. So oh, that, okay. there, there's no, 
he he showed that video to uh, Carol and Wable and, and Jeff Myers. Or, I don't know if I can use their names or whatever, but you know, which were like four years younger than us, five years younger than us, but like five years later, like oh, by the he's way, showing oh, it to every class. Uh, yeah, like, like, oh, Myers and Wable in this class, like whoop, here you go. <laughs> he's like not for the big and hairy. Huh? He's like, he's like, you want to watch? You want to watch some uh, Greco-Roman wrestling? You're like, nah, it's just. PWL. Yeah. yeah. He randomly has the bachelor party. He's like, look, guys, we're just going to watch your movie today. Like, well, yeah. What can we watch in line class? He's like, well, I got this old uh, like, wrestling well, tape. I have this old wrestling tape. You know, yeah. it's, it's a vintage. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best. What uh, did you, do you remember anything else that was on it? On that video? Um, yeah. I recall Brian, Brian Myers versus Phil Myers. This is for the, te- the championship. Ooh, this is for the tough. championship. I mean, when you're booking the territory, you can't book yourself on top because then guys aren't going to want to come to your territory. I get it. So you have to book someone else on top, which yeah. sucks. So this was a this is actually a one shoe match. A one shoe. All right, all right. Okay, a so one shoe. This is like the one Iron Sheet back in the day. Like the one shoe match. Whoever can get the guy's shoe off. So you only want you know to get the one shoe off wins the match. See I like this. That's fucking That's genius, genius, though. Yeah, exactly. That is yeah. genius. Because you had an incentive. You had a whole yeah. reason. Then, then, it, then you developed a strategy. Oh, that behind, yeah. Like we, we, had, we had plenty. I mean, we... The t- psychology behind that match. Yeah, some people come low. in ready to pin. Some people get in ready to yeah. toss. But, like, who's ready to yeah. get the fucking shoe? That's yeah. right. The one shoe match. And then Brian Myers, for whatever reason, just started running to, you know, because I had my that the MMR church is in my backyard. Yeah. So he just starts running towards towards the church. And uh my buddy uh who was doing the commentating at the time and he was just like looks like he's going he looks like he's running for a quick prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Literally Ugh, I, run, I mean it, it doesn't run, ju- do it justice yeah. but like what a lie ju- just the visual and hearing him say that, I was like, it just made me fucking say die. that in like a prepubescent. Yeah. Like, Looks like yeah. he's running for a quick right. prayer, guys. And, 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 and like nobody knew what was going to go on, and he just said that right off the cuff. And I was no, like, yeah, that, that's what like, that's genius. quick as shit. Yeah, yeah that genius. is. Uh... So I was like, that is fucking genius. Yeah, I was like, fucking a, but yeah. So uh, I, and I think the what was the pay per view? I think I think it was uh, was it. I think it was Chase the Turkey. It was a Thanksgiving event. <laughs> <laughs> this Friday at the Wurtan Stadium, Chase yeah. the Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, See we, if you we can had... catch it between the Myers prayers. Yeah. Services yeah. I, I at mean, 11 and 12. It, it was crazy, man. Like, we, we had – we had uh, what, what was our Monday night program? I think it was Monday night heat or some bullshit. Thursday night. Shit, uh, you're talking I, about I, your your program like yeah our program. our program yeah we yeah. also we also had a, we also had a sunday program called sunday morning brad no no reason why we just thought brad was a funny name so it's just like sunday morning brad <laughs> i fucking love that i love too that insane. like what was the name of the pay-per-view chase the turkey chase the turkey so I love that, like at the so, at Heat and at yeah. Brad, right? There is yeah. some, you know, one of the Hoagie Boys is saying, 
I'm gonna see you at Chase the Turkey. Chase the Turkey. And yeah. I'm stealing that shoe. You yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you better come with five shoes and I'm taking it. <laughs> you better have socks on because you turkey. will be shoeless. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, uh, summer Hummer was I think another one of our pay-per-views. Oh boy. Uh, Definitely. Winter, oh, okay. Definitely winter, okay. Winter Splinter. Summer Hummer <laughs> <laughs> and Thanksgiving special, Chase the Turkey. Chase the Turkey. Oh you hit God. all the big, you know, like you have the big three there. You know, yeah, so who's, you who, your... who's the biggest influence pro wrestling wise? Was it WWE or WWF back in the day, WCW, ECW, or like, like where did where did oh, the, where did the juices come from? I think I mean, man, it's, it's I, tough I mean, honestly, we're in the Northeast, I, you know, man. I used I used to swap uh, like I would tape uh, I would tape nitro and Love. watch raw and yeah. then afterwards i would watch nitro right after it's uh it was I, a, I would be up to like one in the morning i don't know how the hell my parents let me do this but i was like in eighth ninth grade yeah and i, I would literally like tape tape but it was the best watch it was raw. the best it was so good it was the best dude that was the, um, imagine this right like you saw the last dance documentary right oh, michael yeah. jordan yeah there's an episode there where dennis rodman leaves the yeah. nba finals yeah they go to yeah to do a spot and like that's yeah. how big their numbers with, were. With, with, and and with Carl the NWO. Also did that shit yeah, yeah. but then, like, it was fucking like crazy see i i got into the ecw like my, oh, my cousin was real you. I, I, yeah we, 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 you know we, we just didn't have it would come in real shitty no. yeah that's the thing i didn't even know but until my cousin i had an older cousin who was into it and he like I'm like 14. He takes me. Let me like so. There's like he takes me to the show, and I've never been to like an actual pro wrestling show. So I'm just used to the WWE, and I go there, and everyone's like going through barbed wire and tacks, and, so and yelling, sh- "Show your tits!" Wait, like a million. Your, par- times. your parents let you go to that shit. They I, didn't I like, know what it was. They dad. thought it was WWF. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, All like right. yeah, he's going to see Hulk Hogan." They had no idea. <laughs> they didn't know so, idea it was the Sandman, yeah. just like pounding. Yeah, yeah it's like it's it, it, you know, yeah, and Taz and Tommy Dreamer, and oh yeah. So, so Chris, like, I, I, I go to the sh- let me. So I go to the yeah, show, yeah. right? You know, like the, the show starts off, and like I just noticed this big, like, five hundred pound guy in the audience, right? And and the show's going on, and and, and nothing's happening. Oh, this, the five hundred pound guy is like sitting on this folding chair, and all of a sudden, the folding chair just gives out, right? There's a few laughs around them. I notice it. A couple of people notice it, but you know, whatever happens, the, the staff brings him a new chair. It goes on. Again, the chair breaks and more people notice. This time there's a small applause and, and, you know, they bring him another chair. The third time the chair collapses under his weight, everyone's paying attention. And, like, it's at a fever pitch. Like, everyone's just watching this fat man, like, like collapse the chairs. This time the staff gives him two chairs, one for each cheek. Sure. Everybody has one eye on the matches and one eye on the fat man. The place is at a fever pitch. And it wasn't even because Taz was going against Taboo. The two chairs last a while, but eventually they give in, and the fat man goes crashing down again. The entire place just erupts into fucking jubilation, chanting fat man, fat man. He gets up, throws his hands in the air, and like just like pours on the applause. And like Dude. the whole time I'm like like I'm sitting there like 14, I'm like, was this a work? Like, did they just put this guy in the audience <laughs> to get everyone? Like, yeah. I wouldn't, dude. I wouldn't put it past Heyman. I wouldn't put it past. No, him. I wouldn't put it past. Him. Oh, was Paul Heyman? He was ECW. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. He invented, dude. It was his baby. I'll tell you this. Oh, yeah. There used to be a video on YouTube that you could watch. It was says because Sandman went to WCW for a little bit. 
and then came back to ECW. So it was this was the video. It was Tommy Dreamer getting beat up, right? And then the lights go out and it's completely black. Then they pan to the back of the ECW arena and standing on top of like a bunch of crates and shit is the light turns on and then all you hear is bound and now and now and bound and now and and the whole crowd starts singing Ender Sandman. Bro, I have never like the pop that Sandman got was dude. I fuck I'll tell you this. I fucking love Sandman was one of like my favorites ever. Fucking love Sandman. Yeah. Because that, that was, was a guy, he's, rock, he's rocking Zubaz pants. Oh, yeah. Like They're fucking white, incredible. white Budweiser shirt. And he had, oh, dude. Sandman. It was like so low budget, but it was oh. fucking so incredible. Dude, think, yeah, of, it was think like, of like the stars so that came out beautiful. of there. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, you, you even had like Raven. Fucking, yeah. To be honest with you, do you remember Bam Bam was in it? Dude, I met Bam yeah. Bam when I was a kid. I didn't know yeah. that until afterwards. R.I.P. He's dead. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, they did ge- like Bam Bam and Taz going through the ring, right? Yeah, genius, dude. Even like the Dudleys, right? Like oh, the Dudleys the are he- fucking awesome, dude. The heat, the actual heat that the Dudleys would get because they would have like le- like people legit like throwing shit in the ring, waiting for like almost causing riots, right? The like the Dudleys when they three D Buell yeah. McGillicuddy. When I, is Matt, Matt, money, when, I, when I went hot to the show money. as a 14 year old, the, the security was patting people down and people had cheese graters. Like they, the security oh. was taking cheese graters and be like, it's like, <laughs> can I get that back after the show? They're like, no, man, you're not getting your cheese grater back after dude, the show. They, they would let you, they would let you bring shit to throw into the ring. Like, dude, do, you remember, <laughs> I mean, do you remember, do you remember New Year's? That's why I think, it, that's why I'm wondering if it was work. Jack? I think people threw shit in the ring. I don't think they were allowed. I think they just got it in. Or... Dude, I, when I was like, the, people were throwing like irons and, and old phones, like rotary phones, like New Jack would <laughs> use anything. Phones. Dude, New Jack was, New Jack was fucking nuts. But even like, like guys like Spike Dudley and shit, like they oh, were, yeah, they, they got too. so many fucking guys over. Like, dude, Austin was there. Mick Foley was there. Like, they had a ton of guys. I didn't realize all these guys came up through ECW. I, Jericho, oh, I know. Crazy. Jericho yeah. Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero. Like, they yeah. all, like. Dean is, Malenko, the man of a thousand like, holes. Yeah, yeah, man of a thousand holes. Yeah. But they had, dude, think, like, think about it this way. WWF was number one. WCW, like, WWF and WCW were one and two, right? Yeah. Then there's a yeah. big gap. And then there's ECW Huge at gap. three, yeah. right? But ECW, but I feel like ECW was the real shit. Like you're like, oh, that's what I want. Like well, especially in the Northeast, like they had pay per views that they would sell a million pay per views. They would sell. Have you guys ever seen the documentary? Oh yeah. Oh dude, I haven't. Oh, you have to. It's so good. It's fucking so good. It was. It was so good. The documentary was so good. That it spawned a, a final ECW pay per view called one, yeah. like One Night Stand, yeah, yep. which one was stand, yep. it might be one if not the best one of the best pay per views of all time, right? And then it was so the documentary was so big that like uh, Vince McMahon decided to start well, a third show that was ECW. And like, see, this is the thing I, I've only been periphery like. A- Perfectly aware professional wrestling. Like, you know, I knew like WWE and W or WWF and WCW when we were kids. And then, you know, I, I, I this is how like horrible I am. I fell off when Tatanka sold out to the million dollar man. I'm like, you love piece of love shit. Love Tatanka. Tatanka. All right, and then all of a sudden I end up at an ECW show and I'm loving it. And then I, you know, like I, yeah. I fell off of uh, pro wrestling for a while. And then Matt's bachelor party a couple of years ago, we're watching all these old matches and I'm like, holy yeah. shit. Like, 
I yeah. forgot how good this stuff was. Uh, I'll the tell hell, you, the I, hell in the cell. Oh, that's, that's exactly what we watched with Foley and Taker. With oh, Foley I mean, and that Taker. fucking match is incredible. I watched that the other day. <laughs> so I was good. Just like, oh my god, dude, Mick Foley is a fucking let, dude. I'll tell you that we watched that match and we watched Austin Bret Hart WrestleMania 13. Oh man, fucking fucking incredible. That match changed the world. Dude, I'll you, tell you. Do, that do you was... remember the Kurt Angle fucking uh, Shane O'Mahon? Oh, at King of the Ring? Oh, yeah. when the glass didn't break? And yeah. He, and he threw him through, <laughs> through twice and he fucking like, broke his neck basically. Oh, dude, did you know this? So found this out. On, so he, he, where he throws him through the glass is like on the stage, right? Yeah. So they had to get from the ring to the stage. When they were going from the ring to the stage, uh shane suplexes kurt angle and in that suplex shane broke his tailbone yeah kurt angle he broke kurt angle's tailbone yeah and then kurt angle suplexed him like five times through the glass <laughs> and the glass didn't break and shane was like keep going and he's yeah. like, it's like yeah it's like what Dude, vince said he was gonna stop the match yeah. and shane was yeah. like just give us one more time yeah right one more like, time. and threw him through and then oh. threw him through it the other way yeah yeah it's like head for it yeah yeah. Dude, I'll tell you, I'm not going to lie. Like, I fell out of, like, WWE and that stuff for a long time. But I really do like seeing, like, they do a great job on, like, the documentaries and the history of it. Like, the as custodians of history of wrestling, they do a really good job. Like, even, like, oh, yeah. the old stuff. Like, they did a Br- Bruno San Martino documentary that was out of this fucking world. Ha- have you watched those A&E documentaries on, like, the Stone Cold and fucking basically like Roddy Roddy Piper and like all like the warrior and shit. They, they they're actually really fucking good. On A and E. I'll have A&E. to check because I they're not on like but they're not part of WWE. They're part of A and E. Yeah, it's an A and E documentary. It's fucking awesome. I, I think they did one on Foley too. But yeah dude, they I, did. I will. I will dude the Warriors another one too. This was fucking nuts, right? The Warriors at SummerSlam, which is the second biggest pay-per-view of the year. Right, where they're making millions of dollars in a day. Warrior is at SummerSlam and he's booked to be out as one of the main matches. Right, he goes to Vince McMahon before the SummerSlam and says, Look, I don't think you paid me enough. If you don't double, like, give him like an extra <laughs> dude, he I think he charged him like two hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, like, if you don't pay me, I'm not going out there. And Vince McMahon was like, fuck it. Like, I have to pay you. Like, <laughs> like, like you can't not go out there. Yeah. And yeah. then right Way after. hold him ransom. Yeah. And then right <laughs> after the show, he fired him. Like, yep. dude. That's yep. like. And yep. we're and we're kids, like, marking out. Like, yeah, warrior, warrior. He's coming out shaking the ropes, you know. <laughs> yeah. And we're marking out for this guy, yeah. not knowing, like, he fucking held Vince McMahon for fucking ransom. But. <laughs> Yeah, but either way, dude, I'll tell you this. I watched the uh, the. Like, I mean, was, I mean, we can go on for like sixteen hours. I mean, we're. I mean, I watched the uh, <laughs> where I watched the dark side of the ring, the last days of Owen Hart. I watched that today. All right, imagine, imagine, buckle. Imagine this. Imagine this. Right, dying by a turnbuckle. Imagine oh. this. Right. So I've always. I, I think it was the rope that uh, really did it. Was the, it was the ring, <laughs> if anything, because yeah. that's where he landed. But uh, <laughs> he, uh, but um, so that I've always thought that it was a conspiracy that he was murdered, right? And that's yeah. kind of like the dark side of the ring, kind of like gets into that a little bit. But like, because that's what that's what uh, that's what his wife Martha thinks too. 
but so either way through so in there's this guy the referee is in the ring right he's in the ring and they had had like a chicago street fight or some kind of hardcore match before and he's like kicking debris out of the corner of the ring then all of a sudden i think his name was mike or joe right and the, and all of a sudden he hears like move joe move right and then two seconds later bam owen hart falls right next to him in the ring so owen hart is plummeting from 100 feet up plummeting to his death and yells at the guy that he's about to land on to get out of the way right what like, a guy fucking could you yeah, who, what who, a guy who, who's a better fucking person than that guy you know also get away watch out for underrated me. wrestler guys. oh dude in ring technical wrestling oh i mean dude he's one up there. of the best he's, he he's, just, like, he's just as good as brett you know no. like Fucking, That's the fucking move. He's incredible. Dude, he has two five-star matches. Guy's a fucking star. Star. Best opening match in the history of WrestleMania. WrestleMania 10. Brett versus Owen. Fucking go smoke a cock if you don't think that's the truth, because it fucking is. And then their match at SummerSlam with a cage match. Forget about it. Fucking forget about it. Yeah. I didn't. Right, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull this back, Matt. Yeah, pull it yeah, back. I, 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 we right. got to. All right. We'll get off on too much of a wrestling team. Yeah, we did. Okay. Fucking Wait. What do you mean now a word from our sponsor? Are you someone who struggles picking a podcast to listen to because your time is extremely valuable? Yeah, how'd you know? Are you someone who says, damn, there's not enough hours in the day to pick just one? Mm-hmm. Wait, what the fuck? Or are you someone who's interested in a podcast where they interview a wide range of people and find out how the hell they ended up in their profession? <laughs> it's like you read my mind. If I say yes too, can you help oh, me out? Oh, shit. Shit. On unrelated note, while we call the police, if you fuck. said yes to all those questions, then look no further and allow me to introduce you to the Working Perspectives Podcast, hosted by executive producer Matt Lavelle and accompanied by co-host Party Boy Pete McCormick. As mentioned, they interview a wide range of people and find out how in the purple and purple fuck they ended up in their no, professions, I which I think, in my opinion, light. as someone who previously dropped off from one man. place to another until I found something I'm good at, this is something worth investing your time in. You will learn about jobs that you never knew existed. Feel the grind that some of these people felt before getting to where they are today. And just like me, it'll maybe help you find that motivation you're looking for to pursue in what it is you want to do. And also, they have great segments in the middle of the show, such as The Weekend Pop-In. Give it a shot. And my two favorites, Memory Lane and What's Going Down in Gamertown, which is a segment I'm part of, so you should definitely look into it. So, that being said, after this video, go out and listen to The Working Perspectives Podcast. You can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. All links are in the link tree, which is in the description. And now, back to the episode. the movies and theaters, it's going to go onto the streaming services. So, uh, like we said, the Hoagie Boys. And Damn, the I got beautiful blue eyes. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yes, you do. It's tough not to stare <laughs> into them. So, uh, TWL had its heyday, but now we're going to get into a little job history. So, yeah, you Who started. Cares? Yeah, you started out as a newspaper boy, and I'll tell you this. Oh my, we have a lot of job history to go after. Looking at this slide. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got fired from a lot of jobs, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else was giving their bosses them. ultimatums. That's right. all of them. Oh, yeah. He really, he really uh, ultimate warrior a bunch of jabs. So um, either way, you did some, you did deliver newspapers, tough job, right? There was days where it'd be raining and you'd, uh, you, you'd hit up your old man and be like, hey, pops, oh, yeah. like, give me a spin around the neighborhood 5 a.m. before you go to work. Yeah. You know, like, he, he, were you on the written. bike, like Paperboy? Like, I was on the bike. My, my good old mongoose motivator. 
Great bike. BMX bike. Oh, did you get the 12 favors or did you have to place them in the, uh, well, the problem was, uh, is, is I worked, mine was a, it was like a condo with it. So I would just have to like go up and just like fucking toss them. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, 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 I broke, I broke a lot. Uh, one time I fucking tossed one up, broke a fucking, um, window. No, it was a screen. No. It was a fire extinguisher. Fire extinguisher yeah. fucking thing with glass in it. I fucking tossed it up, smashed it, and just fucking rode it off. <laughs> hey, when you got when you got a fucking Henry Rowan Gardner can in there, what are you gonna do? The well, fire extinguisher fucked off. The, the the worst thing about paper being a paper boy is is like do you remember where you had to like collect money from people and they like, uh, have these little punch cards? Two dollars. Yeah. Right. And and you go to people's houses and they'd be like, I don't have it this week. I'm like, it's literally six dollars. Yeah. <laughs> like you're you you live in a four hundred thousand dollar Yeah. I'm like, yeah. You live in a four hundred thousand dollar home. Twelve years old, you know. Like, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, what that thing I wrote last you? week, you replaced yeah. it real quick. I know you have six dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my, like I only crazy. have this six. I don't have enough for yeah. a tip. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Can I give you this next week? I'm like, I don't really. I, like, I don't think I'm authorized to do this, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you're just not gonna pay. I yeah, don't know. I, I, it's actually. Like, I guess a, uh, it's actually taking out my bank. Yeah, like, yeah sure. We can this, hold yeah. on that week, but the interest rate is eight point seven percent. It's compounding <laughs> daily. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know about that when I was twelve. So <laughs> I tell <laughs> you, money. I was like, whatever, yeah, please just give me money later. So you were, so you're like twelve to fourteen is when you did the paper route. Then you mm-hmm. kicked that to the curb. Then you jumped into the corporate world of Mickey Danolds, and you're a cashier uh, there. The Mickey D, baby. You're there. You're at age 14. You worked there for about seven months, and then uh, something happened where you were asked to not work there anymore. Uh, can you give us a little rundown? What went down that got you booted from uh, from old Mickey D's? Well, I believe. I mean, we're going back way back in the day but i believe it was zach savar who was working there with me sure hit i was working the drive through and yeah. zach hit the thing he's like welcome to welcome to burger king how can i help he was like uh i thought this is mcdonald's i was like and like he just basically took over my fucking you know intercom thing he's like welcome to welcome to burger king how can I take your order and i was like I couldn't fucking say anything because he just kept on hitting the button. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? So he's just like, he was like fucking with you? Yeah, like, he was fucking with me. And, and then like, was, if you were on drugs, you'd be like, what? Yeah, like, is this like, really? Really, people come up to the window and I was, you just come up to the window and give me the, you know, like, I need this, 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 this. And then they're like, ah, I think you got to go. You're, you, you, you. Yours not very good. I was like, "This is McDonald's." You're not Ronald material. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And, and yeah, you're not Ronald material. Like, well, to be honest, yeah, I'm 14 and I don't care. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Too bad. Okay. I'm, I'm never gonna be Ronald material. Right. All right, which, babe? which which kind of moves me to my next job because everybody else is bagging up right next door at the giant, and I was yeah. like, mm. yeah, I think I'm just gonna go right over there. 
You went so to Ginardi's, right? Ginardi's giant. Yeah. Well, it's a giant. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So you were a bagger, carboy at Ginardi's for like six months, and it got a little too damn cold. And you're yeah. like, F this. I'm too yeah. freaking cold here. Yeah. So I'm leaving this shit fucking. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you went. I didn't um, win an Olympic gold medal in Pat's Olim- in you know, right. the wrestling exactly. league. Exactly. This bullshit. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, you I'm like, you I'm think like, the hoagie boys. You're, are- you're going to make the tag team champion <laughs> push some carts in 30 degree weather? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. The hoagie boys don't stand for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. HWO. Yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, feel any mayonnaise on these cuts. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. well, when you left Gennardi's, you then went to Domino. You were, you were young when you were here. You're like 16. So you're riding your mongoose motivator. Great bike. Love mongoose motivator. And you were doing, but you weren't like a delivery guy. You were like answering the phone and working by the door and like, did the door hanger? I don't know what that is. Yeah, you know what's a door hanger? Oh, well, what, well, well, <laughs> I do know what that is. Go ahead. <laughs> what they would do? What they would do is that you know, like literally, they would drop us off in a neighborhood and they would give us door hangers, put on people's oh, doors. Oh, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Right? So what we would do, like they put like five, six of us out there, you know, fifteen years old. Yeah. So what we did was just. Threw them down the goddamn sewer grates. Yeah, yeah. Like, we just we, we threw them down a sewer grate and we would just walk around fucking like smoking cigs and shit. And like, Fuck this shit. And the guy would be like, "Oh, how'd that go?" It's like pretty good. And then he'd like drive us, you know, because we'd drive at the time, so we'd drive us back to the store and you'd, like drive through the neighborhood. Like, I don't see any. I was like, "Well, he must have picked them up." <laughs> no, that's hard. And these people were quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, everybody knows that on Thursday at yeah. nine thirty at night, yeah, people I mean, are just open their doors knows. and looking for many. Everyone knows they got that coupon coming for them. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you gotta get that Domino's. Yeah. So uh, okay. So. What the real genius move is you go and you find the guy that's on uh, what's it called Megan's list, and you're like, look, man, you have to yeah. go door to door to announce yeah, that you're yeah. in the neighborhood anyway. You might as well deliver these coupons right, and get right. a little uh, hey. <laughs> but we, we were maybe I might be a diddler, but shit. here's a here's a half a pie on me for you. <laughs> Win win <laughs> yeah. situation. We are bold enough to just not even give a shit. I mean, we're on 15. The guys are like, yeah. yeah. He, he's what are like you gonna 30, do? Not pay us? Right. He's like 32 year old manager. He isn't shit he's like whatever no, i'm not gonna give all these kids a bunch of shit because otherwise they'll get me yeah. on megan's list yeah yeah <laughs> exactly yeah he's like i don't really care that much anyway was he the <laughs> owner of the store or just like a manager nah, just a matter. so he's some stunad so yeah, then some stunad so then okay so you're working here you're 16 uh something happened where you got fired from this job as well do you care to share <laughs> This is the best. What did you do? I think this is the best firing story of all time. I would, I would agree. It's pretty good. So, (laughs) I I was working phones, and I would, we we would do this thing where we would just be like, Dominus Pizza, can you please hold? Hang up, Dominus Pizza, can you please hold? Hang up, (laughs) not not put him on hold. It was like over. Yeah, just hang up because we didn't fucking feel like dealing with these people. So it was just like hang up, hang up, hang up, hang up, and the guys like. What is going on? We haven't gotten an order in like in, in like two hours. <laughs> so so he put me on pizza, Meg, because he like he kind of figured it out. 
he wasn't yeah. that slow. He figured out yeah, eventually. Yeah. Like, He's like, all right, yeah. I get it. We well, haven't everyone seen a got their coupons right away. They yeah. should be ordering it right now, but no one's ordering it, even right. though they and, opened and the door like, and took the coupon. What is going on here? This is a Friday night. It's like, this is our busiest night, and we haven't gotten an order in literally two hours. I was like, all right. <laughs> Dude, so you lost him thousands of dollars. Oh, of course. Worth of-, of course. I didn't give a shit. I didn't feel like fucking taking the order. So I was like, whatever. <laughs> if you're hiring teams, any of you small business, think twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before they show up on a monster's motivator, just know they're oh, trouble. God. Anyone on a motivator is trouble. Yeah, so so he puts me on like topping pizza. So it's like the supreme comes through. I literally just put like so much fucking toppings on. It was like four pounds of fucking pizza. So <laughs> actually, put, okay. Yeah. So, so I put it through the thing. He goes to pull it off, and it was like fucking four pounds. He's like, "What the fuck? What is this shit?" And I was I was like, "What man? It's the supreme. You get you get you know like." Basically everything. And he's like, no, because it's supreme. You put a little less on. I was like, I don't know that. And he's just like, get in the back and start doing some dishes. I was like, all right, fuck you. So I just started like throwing pans around, shit, and back there. And then this like, uh, I guess he's pissed off. Uh, he was pissed off. And so one of the one of the drivers who was like forty some years old comes back. And he's like, what are you doing back here? So I'm, I'm cleaning dishes. And he's like, why, the, why are you making such a mess? It's like, because I can't. And he's just like, <laughs> and he's fucking shoves me. I'm 14 or 15 at the time. He's 40 something. He shoves me on the ground. I weigh, I got, I weigh 80 fucking pounds. This guy's 350 pounds. And I was like, I get up. I was like, what the fuck did you just do to me? And I was like, fuck you, motherfucker. And then I walk up kick my fucking manager in the nuts and i was just like i was just like fuck you motherfucker i know you sent him back there i fucking quit and he comes outside he's like whoa 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 chris don't fucking quit and i was like fuck you motherfucker <laughs> you know i was an absolute shithead as a kid so no, I mean, you and, wait, wait, what fucking... kind of shit place wanted to keep you there after all this? Right, yeah. that's what I was saying. Well, I don't think he wanted a fucking lawsuit because if I actually fucking sued for a 40 year old dude throwing a 15 yeah. year old around. True, true. <laughs> you know, like, so he gets outside and like he turns because he knows I'm going to kick him the fucking nuts again. <laughs> and, I, and, 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 <laughs> and, he, and he's like, whoa, whoa. Whoa. And I was, I was like, bro, Whoa. you take one more step Whoa. towards me, I'm gonna fucking kick you right now. That's again. <laughs> and he's just, and he, he's, he's, like, he's like, you know, he's like, I, I, I think you're done. I was like, I think so. I'll see you later. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I agree. I agree. Took my mongoose and I fucking rode home. You're like, look, my... chasing the turkey starts in an hour. Yeah, right? yeah. I was we like, I was like, buddy, fucking... I have a pay per view event coming. Yeah. The winter splinter <laughs> yeah. is fucking coming on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's but, so fucking yeah, great. Just, just that is so this 32 great. year old guy in the nuts. Yeah. This yeah, guy's I like mean, doing his best. Yeah. It, yeah he's, he's like, definitely I don't a virgin. Really care about this. He's like, he's like get, getting paid probably like $16 an hour. And just got yeah. I, I will say that uh, 15 year old. Chris yeah. is definitely uh, qualified for his current job of uh, sniffing out people like him. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, so let's keep it moving then. So uh, you leave, you leave Domino's, yeah, then you well, head over to Giant, and mm-hmm. you were a cashier, uh, right? Uh, nothing, yeah, yeah. Nothing really going on there. Just a normal gimmick, right? 
Yeah, I don't know why they hired me back if the first time they fight. Well, no, I actually forgot that was Gennady's not Giant, but whatever. It's all right. So then you leave there and then you go to Models, mm. right? So uh some, something else would happen here where uh we're seeing a theme. Uh you would be you would be asked to not work at this place also. Yeah. So, but what led up to it? Because I won't say their name, but there was another there's a friend of mine that worked at Models as well. And they told me that, you know, after a couple of weeks working there, all the people that have been working there for a while kind of opened up to them like, look, this is how we steal shit. This is when we do it, and this is how it's done. And so yep. there's like a ring of like kids just stealing shit from there. I so, saw so much shit from there. Yeah. So <laughs> go ahead. Let us know. Let us know how it kind of went down. So after we let me look at the statue of potations real quick, just make sure. Yeah, we're good. Fine. That was yeah, yeah, we're that, uh, I, that was like 20 fucking years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that story is so, not there anymore. No, it's not. Uh, yeah, it isn't there yeah, anymore. But um, I don't think it's anywhere anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah, oh, yeah. Is, is it out of business? Probably COVID killed it. But um, well, I think Amazon killed everything. Yeah, so true, true, true. But so after working it for a while, you know, I would just literally, you know, everyone, like he said, everyone fucking teach other steal shit. So I would steal like the new Irish, the new Irishes came out. Oh. The question is the answer, the answer to the answer twos. Oh, beautiful, baby. Beautiful, the answer twos, right? I had a pair of them, you know. And I was friends, I was friends with the people on North Penn's basketball team, and they were like, Yo, can you get me the answer twos? Absolutely. So I steal these fucking answer twos, I'd sell them to fucking the basketball team, and then you know, that was that. They actually didn't catch me for that. My best thievery ever. From there, <laughs> it was a pool cue, right? Do you know how hard it is to steal a pool cue? Mind you, you're 16, right? I'm 16. <laughs> I'm, you, weigh, <laughs> you weigh a buck 20, right? right? And, and, and I was probably like five seven at the time, right? Yeah. So I take the so I take the pool cue. I I, I you know it has two pieces, and I just yeah. put it down my pants, d- d- down each leg. And I'm walking out the store real straight legged. Yeah. <laughs> real, like, is that over? Why is he sauntering like yeah, this? What's it, going I on? Like, I was like, it, it was like a $120 pool cue. I mean, whatever it was. But I was like, all right. Do you have a pool I, table? I do have a pool oh, table right. down, my, down, down my parents' ba- basement. Yeah. I, I, I was actually thinking about why I stole it. Now I know. Now yeah. you just said that. <laughs> He's like, why the hell did I even do this? <laughs> it was, you know, just steal shit just fucking the hell. I know yeah, why but, I yeah. fucked up the Supreme yeah. Peace, but why the so, fuck did I steal the, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, so I'm walking out this store, like, just real fucking straight, like, and, like, I don't know how they even noticed, but eventually they finally they, they finally figured out that i was stealing shit and <laughs> you and everybody else shit. yeah yeah I, I i think it was probably the 30th pair of fucking irisons that i stole yeah like, yeah we haven't sold one pair of these but they're all gone yeah, like, oh, <laughs> what, yeah. Let, let, me, let me check let me check your oh that's what they, they checked my bag in the break room and did that, you check uh, the inventory uh, reserve <laughs> yeah Wait, why are these irises in your in your bag and you're in the breaker? I don't know. I don't know how they got. Jesus. Why would you put them there? Like, why would the delivery yeah, guy like, put them? No it's a weird place to store. So you got you were fired. So like you were fired from there, right? Yeah. 
And then, like, they were just like, look, we caught you stealing. You're out of here. Is that kind mm-hmm. of – okay. So then you leave there. Luckily, they didn't press any charts. Dude, yeah. I, I swear <laughs> to God, I remember I, – because like, this was not just like a like, – this was like a North Wales, Montgomeryville, Lansdale thing where, like – because I remember, like, th- like, at the same time, we had friends that were working at like FYE, the wall in the mall, yeah. and they all got caught. Like, like, yeah. like, like every, like everybody that we knew. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you're stealing everything from everywhere. Yeah, I mean, Matt, it was STS uh, throughout everywhere. <laughs> we were, yeah, we like to steal some shit back in the day. So <laughs> STOS, yeah. Uh, so let's do. So you you left uh, you left models well i didn't then, leave they forced right? <laughs> they they politely asked the forced you to, retirement yeah, yeah. they politely like, so asked you, you know. to stop stealing shit from them yeah and, luckily they didn't press charges but yes go ahead and then you went to office max as a floor associate how long Same, were you at very, office max not very long either very similar that's situation. when the iverson printer two came out <laughs> yeah, the printer too. a very similar shit where i was stealing like I don't know if you guys, you know, CDRW, uh, like, oh, uh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah like, like 48X, yeah, oh, 48X yeah. CDRW shit. For, like, for, for, for our, we have a Zoomer uh, audience now, for our Zoomers, before uh, PDFs, there was a time where you had rewritable CDs and they were a hot commodity for all oh, nine yeah. months. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When Napster, but, when you're burning a CD... Mm-hmm. That said, like I used to love you, but now I don't. And it had like Blink One Eighty Two and something. When you were the first kid that had like a computer with Napster and rewritable CDs, you're like, yeah, man, I'll just like make you the fucking three eleven, three eleven. Give me five bucks, like. Yeah, Yeah. and and you're like, yo, bro, I got the forty eight X. You know how fast that is. Yeah, like I can do that so much faster than twenty eight X. Like, yeah, I got a fifty six. I can see a tit. Yeah, dude, I can see a tit in two minutes, not two hours. That yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so, so, I, so i stole a bunch of that shit too there and you know, and you're that, didn't, that didn't, didn't end too well why I, what I mean, did they it, do it, what do you think they did? i mean did they press charges <laughs> no okay. they brought in this 45 year old guy that threw him to no. the ground yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you yeah. think we're the uh, motherfucker? Uh, you know I don't what? just work at Domino's. Yeah, you know what, motherfucker? I'm the fucking Montgomeryville enforcer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So okay, so then you leave Office Max similarly, mm-hmm. and you went and you were a dishwasher at an old home, at an old folks' home for, on, and a, yeah, at an old folks' home, and uh, something happened on your first day. One How'd day that go? There. One, One day. day. One day. One day to rule them all. Yeah, what so I, yeah, it's just standard dishwashing. And then at the end of the day, the guys, the, the, the guy was like, "All right, mop the floor." And I was mopping the floor, and he's just like, "I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get out of here." He's like, "Look at this floor. This looks like shit." I'm like, "I just mopped the floor," and he's like, "Do it again." All right, so I mopped the floor again, and then he was like, "This ain't good enough." And I was like, Dude, I am 16 years old. I don't give a fuck. You're paying me like four, like what, six dollars an hour or some shit like this? Yeah. You're standing pretty square with me right now. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) And and this old guy was just fucking rago. I felt bad because this is my buddy's mom got the job because she worked there. And, and like I'm like I'm like, dude, I've mopped this thing three times already. And she's like, this isn't good enough. Blah 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 blah. I was like, 
all right, bro, I'm fucking out. I'm never coming yeah, back here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't really know what you expect from a 16-year-old kid or 17-year-old kid, however old I was. I don't even remember because I'm too old fucking right now. Yeah. But that, I mean, that, that was also a quite an experience with it. Well, I, I, I actually just want to kill that guy. But. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, dude. If you're that guy that gets your rocks off by fucking jazzing, oh up yeah, he, he was just, he was just giving me a hard time because he was like, you know, an old World War II vet. I mean, right. that's how old the guy was. He was fucking oldish. He was old my grandfather. <laughs> yeah, well, thank I'm you like, for what your... are you still working yeah. for, sir? Yeah, <laughs> my grandfather's been retired for like ten years now. Like, fuck yeah. Off. yeah, what did you do wrong? Huh? <laughs> yeah, like, buddy, you're working in an old age home. Like, yeah, grow up. So okay, so you. Leave hey, why are you there? working among your colleagues? Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. should you be in here, sir? Like, you be what if he was? What if he wasn't a worker and he? Well, really, yeah, he, just, he just was like really maybe, like, maybe, enthusiastic maybe, about cleaning floors. Maybe he just was a fucking. He's guy like, you put me in that kitchen this horribly <laughs> spick and span. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. He's like, when we were in Germany, none of this ever happened. Yeah. But, like, people, people really they use toothbrushes to fucking clean their yeah. shit. All right, I used to clean uh, stacks of floors like this, ten feet high, with shit like you, you mother. <laughs> so okay, yeah, how like, was the Great Depression too, asshole? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. How was the Roosevelt administration? Yeah. But uh, so okay, so you're uh, you're done one day, one and done dishwasher at the old folks' home. One and of then you move to the bees, aka Applebee's, aka Applebee's knees, aka the Beezers. And yeah. you work there with your broski, Kevaruni. Shout out to so this is my uh, theory. Every girl learns the waitress at uh friendlies and every guy learns how to wait at uh Applebee's. Yeah. I didn't even yeah. wait. I wasn't I wasn't even old enough to wait. I was oh shit. Yeah. You're a so, host. So I was a host. You're a host that was getting <laughs> all the ladies, but and we've seen how your customer service is like uh, oh, just throwing fantastic. menus down the drain. Fantastic, dude! Fantastic. How many times did you walk someone to their table and be like, "Here's your fucking table," bam, slam the menus down? Right? I mean, I would just drop the menus. And leave. Yeah, easy. During like, his interview, yeah. like Chris, what would you do if a uh, you know guest gives you a hard time? Is he standing square to me? Yes, <laughs> and I kick him in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll kick his nuts so hard he'll never know he'll yeah. never come back here again yeah, so i, I do mean, i do want to say this right like uh you're working here as a host kev's working there your brother kevin's working there as a yeah, he's waiter like seven, he's six what six years older than i am yeah this but point? he's you know? also in school but he also has a house and his house is like the party house, right? And that, that's frat. dangerous having a, yeah. an older brother that's that much older. You're like, oh, okay. Now I can. Uh... Especially if you're in high school because, oh, then, yeah. like, dude, everyone wanted to be Chris's friend to go it to these ridiculous. legendary parties. Like, dude, there were, these parties were freaking legend, wait for it, dairy. And it was like well, when I picture, yeah, when, when I picture your brother, I picture uh, Ryan Reynolds, maybe not that good looking from the movie Waiting, like where he's like the older guy that's like teaching the younger kids, like, oh, this is how we kind of do it in this place. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Is, that movie is so accurate. Oh, it's not oh, even yeah. funny. Unreal. It's Unreal. not even funny. It is a to a T what the restaurant industry is. Yeah, oh, the yeah. most the most accurate thing about it is that the the scumbag cook that everybody likes yeah. is, is dating the stupid hot waitress. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Number Ridiculous. one accurate thing. 
always happens. The mm-hmm. stupid hot waitress bangs the d- fucking dumb cook that everybody like everybody's yeah. boy. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and I'm in, this is this is my senior year, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm 17. My brother Kevin's got this fucking basically Monco frat. Yeah. That's on Unionville Pike, like yeah. right in town, man. Right. Yeah. And basically everyone's asking me to fucking like, hey, can we come to your brother's house? Can we come to your brother's house? Can we come to your brother's house? I'm like, no. Like, yeah. I, I, like I can't have the entire high school come to this goddamn thing. But everyone's yeah. gonna, yeah, my brother's yeah. gonna get arrested if right. every fucking exactly. teenager shows up. They and they would all, and they all show, show up. up fucking anyway. They would eventually yeah. show up anyway. Yeah, because they, they went there one get, time and then it's yeah. like, oh, all right, every uh, fucking weekend, this is where we're going. Yeah. And it was like, you know, it was like, and Kevin fucking hated me by that point, but. So, but we were both working at fucking Applebee's at the time. Yeah. And like he was serving. Well, I probably shouldn't say this part, but <laughs> but he would Statue tell me limitations have passed. We're, we're he, good. He, he would tell me specific tables, which he didn't want. We'll just say that. Uh, uh, that's not a big deal. We all know that. You know what I'm saying. I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> all right. That's, and, I mean, it is what it is. He yeah. wanted to make money. Yes. Uh, you know, no blue hairs and no, you know. Yeah. No whiskey tango. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so like, I'd be hosting and they, and, and they, they could be giving me a hard time and this, that, and the other. And I don't know. How, how long did I last there? Six months, seven months, maybe? Yeah. But whatever. So I got fired from that. I got fired from so many fucking jobs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, but, it's, but honestly, if that's me, like if you're if I'm your parents uh, and you're coming home and telling me the story. Oh, my mom hated me. Well, no, I would have been like my mom hated me. No, oh, your your mom, shout out your mom, love her. But if if my kid came home and told me that some 40-year-old pizza delivery guy tried to I jump never told him that. I oh. never told her I never told her that because uh, like, I didn't want my dad to fucking your dad would have gone there and fucking yeah, I didn't I didn't want my dad to fucking, you know, have a heart attack. Yeah, oh, he would, he when you're a go- kid, you know, you yeah. like you know what the deal is. You know, yeah. like, all right, yeah, is this I'm really not, worth I'm, getting into I'm, a thing I'm, about? I was just like, yeah, I got fired. I was an asshole. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. And yeah. I, 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 was, I wasn't going to get my dad fucking. You're like, it's worth shit. the stories. It's worth right. the Pizza yeah. Supreme story. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Your dad would have burned that fucking place yeah. down if that was the case. But exactly. yeah, so you didn't want to, you know, you already, you already made it so the guy couldn't have kids. You didn't want him to lose. Yeah, body. exactly. I, I, I think he's square. Like, I'm surprised square. he went out after you. If that was I mean, me too. I was, I was, I, that's all. Uh, like, well, I mean, I, I think you're right. Like he probably just didn't want to get in trouble. He's like, oh shit. Yeah. Like I fucking sent this 40 year old guy to like scare this kid. And he actually threw him to the ground. I didn't think fucking yeah. Bobby yeah. Bobby was going to fucking go yeah, all yeah. out on it. Yeah. So yeah, it was just some disgruntled for you, but whatever. So what happened that you uh, left Applebee's? Well, it was a very busy night. And it was a new manager who Oof. came on and you know thought he knew his shit. Oh. And I'm turning tables as fast as I can. And he comes up. He's like, you got to clean underneath the table. So I was like, I don't have time for that, buddy. Like, we got... 30 guests over there like yeah blah, blah, we're blah, backed blah. up out the right. wazzy like i am cleaning just the tops of the tables if shit's underneath it is what it is yeah we don't and have time just, and they don't yeah. care and he just kept on giving me shit throughout the entire night and then one like one time he just like you gotta clean on the table i turn around i take the 
I take the towel that I've been cleaning the tables with and I just chuck it at his fucking face and I say, fuck you, motherfucker. I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> In <laughs> and, the and, middle of like a busy ass ship. Oh, like, yeah. There's 30 well, it, people it, it, it was literally It was literally right at the host desk. So every, like oh. all the customers saw and shit. It was, it was oh. like... <laughs> Honestly, dude, that like there's so many times I've wanted to do that. That must have been like fucking orgasmic. Oh, it was to incredible. Do that. that must have been the best fucking thing ever. I would have been, dude. Oh, that would have been it heaven. was beautiful. I that mean, would have the, been the, absolute heaven. The guy thought he knew shit. I was like, yeah. buddy, this isn't he gave him a jersey it, turnpike right to the face. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It, it was, it, it, like, like, he was he was like shocked. Yeah. And then like Good. Fuck him though. Fuck yeah, him. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. What a piece of shit. Who like he doesn't Wait, like, stop he, harassing a 17-year-old kid that's just trying to turn. Also, it, also, too, he's like, there's nothing better you can do. The place is packed. You could be running food or doing something else. Right. But like you you've he's never just had harassing Wait, you. It, it, it literally is like waiting, right? That guy that just keeps fucking up the line. You're like, what yeah. the fuck yeah. are you doing yeah. here, motherfucker? Yeah. Like, yeah, just oh, get yeah. in there and work on the schedule for next week. Yeah, that's <laughs> literally that dude. You're one hundred percent right. Exactly. There's people that like actually know what they're doing and know how to make money, and like there's then fucking people who are just have no idea how. You're like I I go by the rule book. You need this and this. It's like, buddy, sometimes the rule book needs to go out the fucking window. Yeah, when you're at a rush, turn tables. Some Chris, sometimes you have to uh, unplug the deli kiosk, you know, so you can keep the line. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so let's keep it moving. That ain't working. So let's keep it moving then. So. After you left Applebee's, you're then you're in like college at this point, right? And you started working at the giant deli seafood counter. Uh, mm, Peter beautiful. would also be working there at the same time, isn't that correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yes, you're working there with Pete and a couple other guys and doing your thing. Matt, my 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 first job outside of working for my dad. The first time I'm outside of the McCormick Deli. So you go from working at your parents' deli to Giants Deli. That's right. Yeah, how that work? <laughs> how, how that? How that comes? Uh, so, so basically, my my uh, like, like my dad owned a deli in Northeast Philly, and and by the time you know he went to go sell it, it just wasn't making much money. So my dad, you know, my freshman year of college, my dad sells a deli. I'm done freshman year, and I'm like, okay, I need to get some money for you know to help pay for sophomore year of college, and I just applied to Giant because I'm like, well, you guys have a deli, I have deli experience, and yeah, like, can you start on a Sunday during busy time? All right, I can fucking slice meat. Yeah, and so that that's 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 where I start, and that's where all of a sudden my 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 second friendship with the Wertans and uh, Grimison <laughs> and Ryan Myers and all these characters begin. <laughs> Dude, so okay, so you're working well, here. How long would you work at the deli, Chris? Do you know? Um, I worked at deli probably probably a year or two. Yeah, how'd and you like I, it there? Oh, I love. But yeah. have you ever sliced meats? Yeah, I worked at Wawa. It's an absolute fucking de- well. That's I mean, what do you have a Hobart? I mean, what, what kind of slice are you talking about here? Uh, the one, the the circle disc one that you just yeah, I know, but 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 what brand? No, I mean, if you're using it. some bullshit not non Hobart, Chris, you, my no my dad still has a ceramic <laughs> deli slicer in his garage yeah, from his store. So, 
exactly. So, I mean, this guy's talking wild, wild slice me. I know. What do you got? Look, you just got an automatic exactly. slicer. You're going thick as shit. <laughs> Don't even know how to make a sandwich. <laughs> like, like, seriously. Hey, they call oh, me like, Matt, Matt the Mincer. Huh? I can oh, mince some meat. Did oh. you even sharpen the blade? Do you yeah, ever sharpen I the mean, blade? I mean, oh. what are we like? Come on. Get real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you're right. I shouldn't have claimed to be a slicer. All right. Well, and, and you also did not slice quality meat. Eats and Watson, they, they were the first ones to come out with barbecue chicken yeah. and buffalo chicken. Yeah. Before right, that, anybody, right. everyone just had turkey. Yeah. Nobody else yeah. had any kind of chicken or any kind of barbecue, yeah. mesquite. Yeah, buffalo. Cut, cut that. Cut that. Cut yep. that. And check check the Godfather Meats TikTok page for the local Philly Deli tour, and head in there and say, "Hey, give me yeah. the deets," and to get the special sandwich and <laughs> unlock the sandwich. All right. So let's get back to it. Uh, either way, so you're working at the deli, you're slicing food, uh, you're slicing quality meats, and yes, uh, you're meats. there would be sometimes though that you would have a little little thick little dipper, a little snip a dip a dip at the at the job is that right what's going down yeah you know um we, we had we had this guy i guess i could say his name right i don't know his last I name don't think so he, it's I, tim. I, I mean yeah god only knows if he still works there or not <laughs> so this guy tim who was probably i don't know what two i don't know he's a 21 at least so so you can get his alcohol and we, he would just, we would literally just, he would make us Tom Collins's and put them in the, in the back. And we would just sip on Tom Collins's and slice the meats and get real fucked up and then really fuck up people's orders. And it was a delight. It was yeah. a delight. Yeah. So, uh, real quick. I didn't even work you, for the deli at that point. I was working in seafood, which was even better because it was like yeah. seven customers a day. <laughs> when I got to the deli, uh, Chris was no longer there. He was in this, but yeah. like when when the deli would get in the shit and seafood would be dead, we'd be like, Chris, come over, help us yeah. out. And he's like, all yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. I had nothing to do because seafood was such a joke. It was literally like seven people a day. And, yeah. we, and we would close at like eight. And then we'd be like, all right, well, the deli needs help. So I'd go over and fucking help the deli out. Everyone always needs Pete, to help do you remember? The deli. Do you remember that? The, the little, me- uh, I don't want to say Mexican. She was married to the older gentleman uh, to get her citizenship. Oh, yeah, Yeah. I remember. (laughs) What is going on here? So we may have had a rat in the group. (laughs) We may have had a flirty rat, yeah. So basically there was this this one lady that that worked uh, at at the deli, um, was less than a a citizen when she started there, and (laughs) was a full citizen. She came to the country underneath a bus. Yeah. She She told you guys this. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Because she would like she would brag about it. She like look like you know because like she was not that much older than us. Like if I no. was nineteen and Chris was twenty, she was probably twenty four, twenty five, and she was married to a guy that was like sixty, sixty five. How, how how we how we talking look looks wise? Uh, not not bad, yeah. but like not like yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're like look when Nothing you're sixty five. She was okay. Uh, when you when you're sixty five, it, it like I'm sure it was like you know nice primo preem. Uh, the For us, it was kind of like okay. But she kept like she would always brag. She's like, yeah, like you know, some of these people, some of these girls want this guy, and some of these guys, I want this guy. He's my king. I'm like, well, yeah, because he gave you citizenship. Like I understand. Like you don't have to explain to me the way that the world works. I understand like power structures and uh, what you know, what gets you what. Like yeah, yeah. She basically sexually harassed every single fucking person there. Yeah. Like oh wow. To the point where she was like, 
hey, let me see your dick in the back. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> I was like, what? So there she so she just had a meat fetish, huh? She's handling oh. meats all day and she's yeah, yeah, yeah. But Matt, back, she, huh? she would also get people fired too. Yes, she would. Yeah. yeah. So uh, would like there was people. uh so like I like, uh, like I was in the summer between college, so like I didn't really care about like stealing stuff from the fucking giant. But yeah. apparently there were some people that were like and like I'm not I'm talking about like people would like get things on discount and like, oh I'm gonna get like you know like but she would turn them in and she would like she would phone them up. There was a hotline. And she yeah. would wait for them to get in line because she would like hear them. Then she would call them like, "Hey, uh, so and so is in line and they're stealing, and this person's going to help them like check it out." So like, yeah, it was a whole uh, interesting uh, situation. Oh my god, what a wacko! Yeah, Jesus Christ, was she yeah. married to someone who worked at the store or no? No, oh, just like this old veteran, like this old guy, like the- he was like old six, American. five, six, seven, something like that. He was huge, and yeah, she was like, it, she was like four foot eleven. Good for him. Nice. So, all right. So, nice. All right. So, let's keep it moving. So, you you leave the deli, right? And then mm-hmm. you're you're done at the deli. Now you're at Matt. I, I would. I had to tell the story though. Yeah. So you know, I, I get to the deli. You know, like I'm a uh, I'm in between friend groups, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, in high school, I hung out with Matt and Bach and all these guys, and then contact yeah. my friends, and like I always knew Chris and I and Brian and all these guys. But we never really hung out until I end up at a uh, giant. Yeah. And then one time, uh, was his name Tyler, Chris? Yes, his name is yeah. Tyler. Yeah. And was it your apartment down by the art museum? Yes. Yeah. So we go, the, these big high rises down by the art museum. I was like, hey, uh, we're at all these guys are throwing a party. You want to go? I'm like, yeah, man, I love those guys. I'm, I'm, I'm down to go to this party. Yeah. In the middle of summer, we go to this party. Uh, we get some tall boys of uh, ice houses. We got some Captain Morgans. We're drinking. We get to the party, and apparently Tyler is not a very good drinker. He has like two Captain and Cokes, and he's like passed out on their like he's just lying on their kitchen floor, surrounded by Captain Morgans, and he spilled on himself. And all of a sudden, the cops are there. Yep. The cops show up. I'm like, Chris, what should we do? He's like, I don't know. I'm getting out of the window. There's like a balcony. There's like three balconies in the entire place. He climbs out the window, just like hiding on the balcony. I'm scared of heights. I'm like, yeah, I'm not fucking climbing out this fucking window hanging on this balcony. <laughs> the cops show up and they're like, uh, they're like, sir, are you 21? And I'm like, I'm leaving. And like, that sounds like a good idea to me. So I leave. I have nowhere to go. I get into a cab. I get a $65 cab ride home back to Lansdale. And that oh was my, my one time God. going to a Wurtan party. I did not get to go to Kevin's house <laughs> and hang out with all the older guys. I go to a party. I'm there for 20 minutes. It gets busted. My ride oh, yeah. is passed out, laying in broken glass, and Chris Wertan is hanging out on the roof. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was uh, eight stories up. Yeah, eight stories <laughs> up. Are you? And you guys were all underage? Yeah. I yeah. definitely was, yeah. I know I was. I, I think I was 20 at the time. Pete, I remember you telling me that story after it happened, too. Yeah, most expensive cab ride I ever had. So Okay, so you leave the deli, then you go to Temple – Right. And you're at Temple and you work at a computer recycling center and mm-hmm. you're a student employee. So uh, how did how did what happened here? You got a little theme going, a little theme ski. Well, all right. So Temple didn't go very well. for me. We'll just know the home of the house. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think I went to maybe seven classes total. Sure. Didn't want to waste your time. Right. Yeah. You know, so, hey, and, it wasn't and, for Bill Cosby. It wasn't for right, you. <laughs> right. I, I was also twenty. I was also twenty-one at the time. So, 
As we all know, uh, college students are usually much older. Yeah, yeah, and and very responsible and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And so at the Computer Recycling Center, I mean, I think I failed out in the first semester. And I, I went to Vegas with my brother Kevin at the time, and I literally spent my entire student loan money Huh. In Vegas. So so I had literally no money to pay for my ap- apartment. No, no, like literally nothing. You had negative money. Yeah, negative money. <laughs> so I, I, I worked in the computer recycling center, which I don't I, I wasn't even a student at the time because I basically got kicked out. And I mean that was the biggest joke job of them all. We we would basically just go around to all the goddamn uh, you know campuses and, and pick up with their old computer recycling or computer equipment and recycle it and then we'd sell it to fucking students yeah so dude. i mean it was like a joke basically but jesus christ and i i, I, I would show up there like two hours late and the, and <laughs> like every single day and and, and the guy was just like chris when are you going to show up on time? I was like, why are you still hired? Like, why am I still hired here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you asking me these questions? <laughs> yeah. Like you should have fired me a long time ago, but, but like Pat was like boys with the guys. So like, of course I, I, I had, I had my in there. So I was like, all right, I can deal with that shit. So 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 i basically had that job until i could so i could pay my my rent at my apartment because i didn't go to class at all i mean you had your priorities straight so Uh, (laughs) someone say otherwise yeah well Well, you knew you knew their priorities existed yes well actually i don't even know if i did <laughs> you were aware that a possibility could yeah. be a th- like a, <laughs> a responsibility mm-hmm. might be out there at some point in the future. Yeah. Right, right. So, <laughs> all right. So, okay. So you leave there, right? You leave mm-hmm. Temple. Then you go to Penn State, right? And then while at Penn State, you're working or you do Monco again, right? Then you, yeah. once, once you do Monco, you transfer to Penn State. And then while doing that, you're working at Montgomeryville Acura as a lot attendant. You did shipping and receiving and records and like all this stuff. So what what how'd you like working at Montgomeryville Acura? What was kind of like because we you would be the third person who has been a lot attendant on this show. And, I, you know, how'd you like it? What what were your responsibilities and like how'd you like managing working there in school and stuff like that? I mean, I was I was I was going to school full time and working full time. So I, I mean, that's you're a busy boy. That's tough. You're a busy you know, boy. Like, like I worked during the day and then I went to school at night. Yeah, Ooh. you know, it's ridiculous days. Yeah, I mean, being a lot attendant, pretty pretty easy. I mean, yeah. all I did was shuttle people around, <laughs> basically clean cars and move them around. Easy shit. And you had to look good while you were doing it. Well. Not really, hey. but <laughs> but just, I mean, it uh, just happened that way. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I like I I pick up these people, drop them, drop them off at you know work, and pick them up. This, that, and the other. Yeah. And then 
eventually got promoted to a shipping receiving, which is the biggest joke job of it all. Really? Is, well, you, I work two hours in the morning, and then the rest of the day, nothing. So I mean, it's like a pretty sweet gig to me. Oh, it was, it was like on demand, like oh, in case they need yeah, you, here yeah. you go. How many like, cigarettes did you smoke? Oh shit, man, a fucking shit ton of smokes. Yeah. Well, with, with my boy Milt, who was like a ninety-year-old fucking sales guy. Milt. Yeah. Milt. Yeah. Milt. <laughs> that, that guy oh. sounds like a great time. R.I.P. He's dead. Thank Ooh. you. Oh. R.I.P. Milt. Hey, we talked everything you know. One love, no, one love. Yeah, well, uh, he, he didn't teach me anything except for how to fucking rip heats. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you leave your stuck on these. Life will be over soon. Yeah, he yeah. just was fucking crushing roots all day. Yeah. That guy. Yeah, but you know, I, I don't know. I was that was kind of a tough job just because I was going to school full time. You know, and it was like long ass fucking days and shit. But it was easy. Yeah, it, you know, it, it it was what it was. I was there for shit six years because yeah. I was also I was also there be- between when I quit college and the two and a half years between that shit. Yeah. So you know, it so was what it was. so all right. So you're done there, right? You graduate from Penn State with a degree in history, right? <laughs> Fantastic degree. Yeah, and then- <laughs> one of the one of the best out. <laughs> probably the best right uh, some would say otherwise right Those well yeah i mean it all depends on what you're doing like, like, uh, yeah like it there's, teaches there's, you how to write there's really two two options you got teaching or become a lawyer i ain't gonna become a lawyer i don't have time for that shit who does and i'm not gonna teach because they don't pay enough. anything yeah. that involves research it helps you with like if you if you have to you know, do you, do you are you a fan of my, history though, Chris? Yeah, I love it. I'm a big history buff. Love history. Do you Especially, like the hardcore history? Oh, great show. Great show. Carla? Oh yeah. Dude, did you ever listen to the one he did about World War One? Oh, oh yeah. God. The four parter? Oh, so or the Wrath good. of the Cons. Oh, Wrath yeah. of the Cons was great. Did you listen to the Japanese one that he was talking about? The with the uh, the samurais and shit? No. Is that his newer one? Uh, I don't, I don't remember, but dude, the World like War One shit was is so fascinating because really I, like... I get into the Reddit's. I love Ask Historians because Ask Historians is like actual historians, and like oh. the uh, the moderators are historians, so they kind of like they delete all this shit. Like, oh no, this is bullshit. It's not good enough, and they cut it out. Like a lot of good stuff, like is put up there. Like, I love it. I love a good Ken Burns documentary as well. Let well, me tell Ken you. Burns, fucking Kenny can throw that fucking documentary together. Fuck Kenny, Kenny can. Kenny, is Kenny can. dead? I think Kenny's dead, right? Oh come on, not Kenny. No, is he not dead? Ken, you know, I have no idea. The, you know what the worst be, 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 thing is? Because the guy, the guy at work in front of me right now, that's sitting in the cube in front of me, his name's Ken Burns. Ooh. So the worst thing about. Um, the worst thing about the only bad thing about Ken Burns is that all his documentaries were done by PBS. So now that they have all these bullshit streaming services, his fucking documentaries, you can only watch them on PBS app or whatever the fuck sucks. Discovery plus. <laughs> I mean, I don't even think it's on there. Yeah, sucks. Uh, the only thing that's on Discovery Plus is the 90 Day Fiance spinoffs. Oh, go yeah. fucking oh, stupid. Whoa. 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 <laughs> 
All right. So either way, you you graduate from Penn State with a degree in history. You leave Montgomeryville, Acura. You get a job as an account manager. You got this job through a, a temp agency, mm-hmm. and you work for a group of lawyers in asbestos mitigation. Is that right? Yeah. That is correct. How'd you like this job? What were you oh, doing? How, what'd it you was, it, it, Matt, it was, they were what? making asbestos history. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 well, my, mind you that I also graduated in 2008. Yeah. Right? So yeah. The, crash happened, the, the, the crash happened. The crash happened. Oh, it was yeah. like really, literally impossible to find a job. And it was like yeah. entry level job. And it was like this, that, and the other. You, you need this, this. I'm like, how? How we well, entry level jobs are like, Entry level jobs. Like, why do I need this much experience? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Like, you need your masters. You need a CPA. Right. You're like, but yeah, I'm a history like major. And like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, what are we doing here? And it was like impossible to find a job. So I had to go through a temp agency, and they they landed me in this job where I basically worked for a group of lawyers, where I worked for, like you said, asbestos litigation, where I basically had to call, <laughs> the call a researcher. Well, I had to call medical records uh, yep. departments at hospitals oh. and, and VAs. Uh, and, uh, like, uh, like, I don't know if you know anything about the VA. But yeah, but not, I, I, I do just want to like highlight, like, this is like one of those things where people don't realize, like, where a degree, like, like when you look at history, like, feel like, oh, like, you know, like, but like history is kind of record management. It is research. Like, it does kind of lead to these kind of jobs, like, where a lot of people don't even think about it. Like, I'm just, you know, just. Yeah, just to keep I on mean, topic of the working perspectives podcast, I understand where this is kind of where yeah. how this could come up. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess it kind of it, it kind of made sense, but I don't know. It was dreadful. Like I, I, I don't know if you, you weren't happy dealt, with it. I don't know if you dealt with lawyers, but they're a little bit. Very, I, I, I do tax demanding. accounting, so yeah, yeah, we yeah. deal with some tax law. Yeah, they're very demanding, and they want this, that, and the other, and I'm like. They charge by six I, minutes. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, but I can't get this record. And I'm like, well, why can't you get it? We have a, we have a court case coming up. This, that, and the other. We're like, tell the we VA, have a subpoena. That, tell the VA that we're gonna subpoena them. I'm like, okay. Uh, so I tell <laughs> them that, and they're like, we don't have this. I'm like, okay. And then three weeks later, all of a sudden, it's there, and it's like, oh, so you do have it. Yeah. And it was like. Like what have I been? What have I been doing for the last three months or three yeah. weeks? <laughs> yeah. Like trying to like, what have you guys been doing? Like yeah. I've been calling you every single fucking day. And you know what? You what I'm talking about? And then all of a sudden it's like, boop. Yeah. The guy that gets stuff's only there on Tuesdays. So yeah. he, like, uh, right, <laughs> right, right. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's it, it, one it, person it, it, works it, and it's bullshit. It's just a bunch of miserable people dealing with a miserable guy. Yeah. That's so. bureaucracy. <laughs> yeah. Recipe for success. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. okay. So you would leave there, right? Mm-hmm. And after you left there and, you know, I, you left there and you're at kind of, you're at the company you're at now, but you were in a different role when you got there. So when you, so, so I, so I left, I left there and my buddy Maurice, you know, yeah, Mo. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out, Mo. He, like, I was just looking for any job, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I got to get out of here. 
Yeah. And so I took a, I took a pay cut to get to this job I'm at right now. And I don't even, I don't even remember what the actual job title was that I applied for, but I was just like, yep, just get me in there. And like I was telling Pete earlier, I sat in the interview for, I think it was six minutes. And she basically just was like, Hey, do you know how to use Microsoft Excel? And I was like, yeah. Sure do. Fucking easy. She's like, you're hired. Hey, you also know how to use that dick that you got hanging down there? <laughs> she also did, she also did like, you know, the looks and she was like, yeah. yeah. She's like, is I, that I, a pool cue uh, in your uh, pants? Yeah. <laughs> did you just rob those those your tongue move, pussy? I mean, she, she, she might have been squirting during this interview, but. Oh, boy. <laughs> does, she, does she still, does she still work there? Oh, no. She was like 68 at that time. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. She's oh, like, I haven't broken out the water slide yeah. in a while but here yeah. we go yeah <laughs> young like, beef you like, fucking hey, love me for whatever reason but i don't know hey what's but, not to love pal no agreed but i mean i got this this job literally in six minutes i'm basically just telling them i know i use microsoft Excel. Hey, and then so, i got to this company and i was like you know i i didn't, I didn't know what my job was i basically sat there for my first few days I remember just sitting there and I almost quit because I was like, what are we doing? Like they were like, all right, just sit here and do this. And I was folding fucking invoices and putting them in envelopes and mailing them out. I'm like, what the fuck? And you're like, why doing? the fuck are you guys still yeah, using I'm, paper? Well, agreed. And I was like, what are we doing here? And I was like, why are we doing this? And then, the, and, and, and they're like, what do you mean? How like how else would we send the invoices out? Like email? And they're like, what? Yeah, <laughs> like get out of here. Vice <laughs> president, right get here. Out of here. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, why are you why are you printing stuff out? Like Chris, like you like, you know, like he doesn't have to sign everything. We can just yeah, get a stamp was, with his signature was, and just stamp it. Crazy. It was crazy. Like because I work for, you know, a manufacturing company. So like to be honest with you, most manufacturing companies are very old school, just stuck mm-hmm. in their way, and they're stuck in their ways. Oh yeah, and I, I've done accounting work for them, so I, I understand. Oh, you. You're like, the, can I get the work. records? Like, no, you can only get the records from Tony each year on Tuesdays. I'm like, yeah, yeah. The, but the, you have like, a fucking oh, network. You can yeah, you can't just storage. download the file. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's in storage. We gotta get that in storage. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, we gotta get Iron Mountain out here to uh, yeah, retrieve the box. Oh, bro, it's crazy. And and like somehow, some way, I just started taking like taking over the reporting. And like hey. they, it, 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 it was like text files. Yeah, like, they would just take text files. And and like the, the guy that was training me was like, "All right, what you do? You take this file, you take a ruler, and then you type it into Excel." And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you print this thing out. You print you it out. Type, yeah. And then you type it in Excel. I was like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, you need to just ex- ex- export that text file to Excel. And he's like, like you have another, what? you like uh, computers can talk. Right. Like, that's the whole reason we have right. it. And I was, and, he, and, and he's like, he's like, no, you can't. I was dude, like, when yeah. you, and, when I, and I was like, oh, and they were like, this guy's a genius. I'm like, dude, holy shit! You think I'm a fucking genius? I think mean, I'm a fucking retard. I got, I got yeah. The like, second night, Chris is hanging out with him. He, he, the guy's job. like, yeah. He's like, I'm trying to. Uh, me and my wife are trying to get pregnant, so we have to get this turkey baster. He's like, you know, you yeah. don't need the turkey baster. You can right. just. 
put it in directly. Do you know, like when that guy, when you told that guy that, he probably thought his himself, mind was fucking blown. Well, do you know, like, he, first, was, he was the like, first he thing he thought. Well, he the first, the first thing he probably thought was like, how many hours of my life? Oh, did yeah. I waste oh, with this absolutely. ruler going. Oh, absolutely. Or, or, or did he think like, oh shit. My fucking this guy's gonna became obsolete. Job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Johnny the ruler what guy. You, yeah. Like, yeah. like he here, yeah. like he's plotting like to kill Chris. He's like, fuck, he knows the he knows the drill. He's like, I gotta take him out. He's like, oh <laughs> shit. And, and, and like I'll be homeless well, if he tells everybody about this. <laughs> no, but luckily he was a really cool guy. Yeah. And like he didn't really care because whatever. He he was older and he was on his way out anyway. So he was like, yeah. whatever. And he was like, "Fucking fine, whatever yeah. makes so, this so, thing so, easier." So, so I was like, you know, I'd be like, "Yeah, you can just you know just V lookups and this, that, and the other, and blah 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 blah." Oh, dude, when but, he said V lookup, he was probably like, "Oh, what, Mickey?" Like, he's like, "Huh? What's that mean?" I was like, "Oh my god, here we go." Showman <laughs> H lookup, he'll be like, "Well, no, that's oh, not even possible." God. Some ifs, all that we're breaking <laughs> physics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt has no idea. Yeah, I know. Matt's like, what? You, I can do this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I'll but, give you a, uh, a tutorial later. <laughs> but, like, but you know, like, I, I, like I, I showed him, I basically took this report that would take him at least an hour to put together because he would manually type this shit in. And I was like, here it is in 15 seconds. Yeah. And he, and he was like, that can't be right. That That's not right. And it I, I had to, he, he would literally print them out and check it for three months until you sure. actually believe, until you actually believed it was right. Wow. Eh, when you're stuck and in I was your like, way, okay. Your hey. All right. So hey, but you gave like, him three week, three months are easy work where he's just reviewing your text yeah. files. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. it, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, 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 That's why he and, loved you. He's like, oh, I don't even have to type this oh, up. Yeah. This guy's just going to print it out. Yeah, I just got to read yeah. it. Yeah, maybe, maybe he was just pretending to like review it. He was just like, yeah, handing it in. I'll make sure I, this is right because I didn't hand it in this time. He still did, so he was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I was so, basically doing his job for him. Yeah. You know? so, so yeah. So well, so then, can you kind of talk about now, like, how did you get to the current role you're in now, and like, what's your responsibilities now? Oh, it's it's, it's kind of crazy. It's like. Uh, you know, like like I was our Excel guru for the longest time. Chrissy excels, and you know, like everyone in the company would come for for me for data and this that. And the Can other. you do yeah. a uh, pivot table? <laughs> yeah. Yes, oh, right. Yeah. Like, oh, do you know what a pivot table? Oh, Jesus, sir, don't talk about pivot tables in my company. People will fucking blow their goddamn minds, but. Landscape? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do I print? <laughs> but like, so, like, like, I started moving everyone to, which is crazy, in 2012 that I'm ex- that that I'm moving people to Excel files, right? To pivot tables, this, that, and the other. And then I started learning a little more about business intelligence and like. The biggest problem at our company was data verification. Like, like we'd have a report here that would say this, a report oh, here that would say something different. Yeah, and yeah. people would be like, "What is it? Like, why does this report say this? Why does this report say that?" And say, yeah. Okay. Well, one programmer wrote that. Another programmer wrote this, and you know, it's all embedded coding. 
like so if they didn't change this on this one and they like you didn't communicate with this person to change that on the next one so that's why they don't match Mm -hmm. so i actually just went out and like i started doing a bunch of research and i was like best practices for data integrity yeah basically yeah and learned about business intelligence myself because there is so many situations where people don't understand the data that they're getting and what it does like just to give a a little like uh from my world like I was, you know, calculating some kind of a credit, right? And the credit was it was based on tips. Uh-huh. And so the, the data that they were getting was from a program that was very old. So basically what they were doing is they were pulling uh, cash tip data, right? Yeah. So back, you know, 15 years ago, all almost all tips were cash. Yeah. Now you fast forward to 2017 and almost all tips are credit cards, right? Yeah. So they didn't have this information. So you're missing out on like a million dollar credit a year because you just don't even think of how, what is the data that I'm getting? What was originally requested? Like, like, is it like, that's the kind of stuff where like, if you don't actually analyze the data, like what, 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 do, what am I requesting? Why am I requesting it? And does it make sense for like what I'm doing? And right. like, that's why like this kind of comes in, like what you're doing. It's like, look, it, you have to understand the data because if you don't, you, you might be making bad, uh, Bad decisions based on it. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and the problem is, is, is we had we also had like because our, our our manufacturing is in Middleville, Michigan, just in the middle yep, yep. of nowhere, and yeah. we're in, and our corporate office is in Ambler. And this oh, is this shit. is very common for a lot of companies. Like you yeah. will have your your headquarters in one yeah. spot. where like yeah. this is my intellectual brain, and then here's my manufacturing on this side, and then here's yeah. my sale. Like everything is you know throughout the country. And you're not in con- and you're not in constant communication either. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and Middleville hated Ambler at the time. Yep. Yeah. You know, it, it, and and it was like and it was like these motherfuckers are always asking me for this, right. and these sons right. of bitches are always setting meetings like, at that time. But like these sales guys are fucking you know doing whatever the fuck they want in corporate. Yeah. And so like no one ever actually communicated. So it was like you know. So it was I, I mean. It, this is actually fucking crazy. I actually did this. So I basically did a bunch of research on, on, on how we can improve our, our IT department. Because our IT department was basically, again, like I said, Middleville versus Ambler. Yeah. And I was like, how do we centralize this? So I came across business, business intelligence and I put this, you know, I did a bunch of research and then put this presentation together for the entire board, right? So our VP, our CEO, all our VPs, our CEO, and actually the board members. Yeah. And I sat in front of them and said, hey, look, you guys always question why is this this and why is this this? Yeah. So what you need to do is centralize your data, clean it, and present it a lot better. Yeah. And you know, I, I was 34 at the time. You know, and they're like, all in their 50s and yeah, 60s. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I, like I, I, and I, and I barely know what I'm talking about. But I, like, I just did some basic research on it, and yeah. I knew you know enough. Needed. You know that this yeah. is wrong. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. You know I, it can I, be I, done better. I, I needed to. Uh, I knew what we needed to do, but I didn't know how to do it. Right. Yeah. Right. So and that's a starting point. You right. Know. So I put this presentation together. I, I, I sit there and, and I and I give it to him. And 
our CFO comes up to me. He's like, it was an incredible presentation. Don't expect anything with, 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 you know, an answer within, you know, six, seven months. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. We need Mo to research it for another seven months to uh, right, make sure the right. data is right. Yeah. Right. So, so like six, seven months go by and then we get, we have our first CIO, which is chief information officer hired. And I was like, mm, this is weird. Yeah. And, and like, okay. so just like Chris, just like, so Matt and like everyone, like CIO is kind of new in corporate America, yes. right? Like yeah. if you yeah. weren't a tech company, right. See, like tech just fell under the CFO yeah. because like your biggest yeah. expenditure would be your accounting software or whatever. So that mm-hmm. would be it. Like, unless you were tech, but now CIO is the thing. Right. So, so exactly. Well, like, like it's a new thing. And, and like us, us, like we're, we're very antiquated. And I was like, wow, shit, we just hired a C- CIO. And I was like, okay. He meets with me, and it's basically just me and him. You know, like, that's our department. And I'm like, holy shit. And he's like, hey, here's my plan. We're going to build a BI team. We're going to do this. We're, you know, and, and all the other bullshit that he's going to do with, like, our database stuff and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, I want you to be part of our BI team, and I want you to interview your eventual boss, which is fine because, you know, like I, I don't know BI, but like right. yeah. my, my, my current boss does. Yeah. So, so I was like, all right. So like, but you know crazy. what's needed here. Right. Right. Okay. And it was, I don't know. It was just, it was just crazy that you know like, enough to get their attention. Like, yeah. like, Hey, you know enough to create a new position at the, like, well, not even a new position. I didn't create a, an entire new fucking IT. Yeah. If you think about it, I basically just, I, I'm not trying to like toot my horn or anything, but like, your fucking I horn, basically brother. like yeah. ma- made our company change their entire perspective of my Chris, company. the way I would put it is like, it, if you like, like if your business was like an entity, like if it was a, yeah. a, a, a biological being, you did some evolution and created a whole new system, right? You have the yeah. cardio system, you have your nervous yeah. system. You created a whole new system of the body for this operation yeah. to work. Which is crazy. Yeah. You know, because I'm just a guy that fucking a history major. You know, like, and I just did some research and shit and it was like, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like the research, like it, it that, that, that. That's why this is a skill. The, the research, the ability, to like, like, like people think research is just like Googling, but it's not like, it's like putting things no, together. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you know, oh, and then I, writing it I, up I, and, and putting it into a presentation where the CEO goes, "Holy shit, that fucking makes yeah, sense to me!" Right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like uh, it, this was a, like an hour long presentation. That I yeah, that's not easy. Uh, like I've done no, board presentations, it, and I've only done like ten <laughs> minutes, fifteen minutes, and I'm sitting there sweating like my ass off. Yeah, an hour presentation to the CEO is a big yeah. fucking deal. Yeah. And, and, and they're asking questions and this, that, and the other. And it takes Man. a lot of work. I, uh, like, like it's I, it's I much more than a six minute wrestling match or a fucking soccer game. This is yeah, like, yeah. you know, this is your livelihood. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know the answer right now, but I can tell you this is the way we should do it. I'm yeah. I know that this isn't the answer, and right. we go find the answer if we go down this path. Yeah. And what we're doing right now isn't working. Yeah. yeah. So I will say this. So think about this. We've talked about your work history, right? You had mm-hmm. some fucking hiccups, man. Like you had some hiccups in work. You I know I fucked up. Well, I fucked up a lot when. I was but young. but that's well, when he first met out. his new CEO, he out. like said, "Like you want to square up? We'll see who's the real fucking <laughs> yeah, CEO yeah, in this yeah, building." Yeah, yeah. 
but like you you've like but you took some time to like you you did some you went through some different paths to get on to the journey you're at now and to find the path you're on now right and then you found a place where you saw like success and like saw the possibility to be successful and instead of like because what a lot of people do is they'll complain about oh this needs to be done and this needs to be done but you didn't do that what you did was you saw like this is an issue we are better than this as a company and this is how we need to move into the future. And what you did was you grabbed the bull by the fucking horns. Right. And you said, let's fucking do this because I think this company has potential and this is what needs to be done. And no one else is seeing it. Everyone's talking about it, but no one's fucking doing it. And that's doing and not talking like, do, you know, backing up what you say and do and practicing what you preach and putting in that hard work. Like people understand you did an hour presentation. That's all these slideshows you have to put together. That's all these notes you have to oh, memorize. Yeah. That's all these times you have to talk and work on your speech and everything like that. That's hours and hours of work going into that so that you, it's not even for a position that you got. It's so like, it's so you can create yeah. a better, like a better uh, like team to make your company better. Well, it's, yeah, it's setting yourself up for success down the road, yeah, right? Absolutely. Like this is, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it's, it's not really helping me. It's helping the entire company. Yeah. You know, like, 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 because we, like, we had no idea what was going on. Yeah. You know, it, it, it was just, it, it was separate, this separate, yeah. that. And it's like, collect everything together into one centralized area, clean the data and present it the same way. Yeah. yeah. And so, so basically you're yeah. talking about. and your options were, okay, I can, you know, I'm in this company, they can't do right. it. I can help them set it up so I can stay here or yeah. I'm going to be fighting for another company that has it set up and I'm not going to be the guy on the ground floor. Now you're on the ground yes. floor. You're the yeah. guy that's there like, okay, now I know what we're doing and I can help us build it. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I, and I, I had no problem with them fucking, you know, like hiring my boss and this, that, and the other. Like, oh yeah. yeah. I, I don't give a shit. Like my, my boss comes to me all the time and asks me about, you know, cause I, cause I just know the company in and out. Yeah. So it's like, it's just like why is this this? I'm like, okay, well, this is that, this is that, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, okay, cool. And he's like, and I'm sure you're learning things from him too that you can apply in the future. Yeah. Also, like, I'm learning like, like the SQL and code and shit that I ever did. You know, like, you know, like, I'm learning a bunch of stuff that I've never learned before. But, and, you know, it's just helping me. But also, shoot to the moon. What you did is that you showed the CIOs and everything, and your and all the higher ups of your company. You show them that this guy's a fucking thinker and he's a doer, right? And like when these guys, like when these types of opportunities come up and people don't take advantage of them and they'll complain, but won't come up with any answers and things like that. That doesn't help anybody. These guys saw like this guy put his money where his mouth is. Right. And he came up with something that potent, like helped the company wasn't beneficial for himself specifically beneficial for the company in a whole. And if I was a, if I was a CEO or whatever, and I would want 10 hundred of you before one Johnny pencil pusher fucking putting in data, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's, that's and that, and that, and you're right. That's the problem with a lot of corporations. They have a bunch of fucking Johnny, yeah. Just, just, yeah. A, just a bunch of fucking donkeys chasing a fucking, you know. But I, I still want to go back to your history because I do think that plays out in a sense where, like, I, I know you downplay a little bit, but, like, like you know, like, a lot of people with data entry, they have a certain degree. It's like, I mean, they're doing this or that. They don't really think that, like, think outside. They, they don't even – it never appears to them to think outside the box. But 
well, when you yeah, come it, to somebody with a different degree, it, it does, you know, present different opportunities. Like, well, you know what? May, like, I don't know. No, that, like, life's know, all about different it's, perspectives. It, 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 it's just analysis of data, you know, right. Like, exactly. what, what, that's whether, what history is. whether it's text, you know, like, yeah. like, like via, you know, books and shit, you know, analysis, analysis of fucking book. I, I analysis fucking data. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, you know, it, it's you're breaking it, is it, what it is. Yeah, and and it's like I don't know. Well, I guess that thing is like you actually analyze the data versus processing. There's some people that just go in there and they just process the data, and you looked at the data and you're like, hey, there might be a different way to process this. Yeah, it's also it's also that and and understanding the actual process of what people do. So if you actually sit down with people, like I sat down, how they use the data, people, right? And I'm like, what do you do? But like, how does this work for you? And then you're like, yeah. well, you can do this better if you do this. Yeah. And if you do this and if you do this, it can be a lot more efficient yeah. than, it, than, than the way you're doing it. Because it doesn't make any sense the way you're doing it. I'm sorry they've been doing this for 30 years. But yeah. just to let you know, that's not the way to go. But I mean, that, that is, I mean, hey, you know, like you're, you're preaching the choir here, right? I'm a, I'm a tax scout and I've been dealing with yeah. that. Like, but you realize a lot of people, they just do things because that's the way it was done. Like, Hey, I this, I, give me this data. I'll do this with it. And then you're like, but what does this data tell us? And why am I doing this with it? Right. And why well, is it being done this way? Right. When it can and, be done better. Yeah. And that's the shit that drives me nuts is people, the people that just say, well, that's the way we've been doing it. For oh, and that's the way it's done. I'm like afraid of change, and, and you know, but that, that's of, that, yeah. that's the way they've been trained, and, that, and so know, that's the thing. But, but, yeah. but it's like, do you ever use your fucking brain? Yeah, but yeah. like, problem solving make, is such a skill to me. It doesn't make yeah. sense. To yeah, me. I guess like, the thing like, is, like, I always you, wonder if it's been beaten you, you, out you of them too. It's like where, it, like, if you had like, like that's where bad management and bad bosses come in, where it's like yeah. you come on to them and you're like, hey, I noticed this, and like, well, I don't give a shit what you noticed. I want you to deliver this, that, and the other, and you're like, okay. Yeah. But like, like that's why you need uh you know a little creativity, a little space in any job you do, mm-hmm. so you can realize if if the way that you're doing it is the best way, or if you can improve upon it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, to be honest with you, I stuck my nose in places where it shouldn't have been. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Guess what? It, it it worked out. It worked out. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Be, 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 because you know, like people were pissed at me, but guess what? Hey, now, you have. You had to learn something new that made yeah. your life easier. Go fuck exactly. yourself. Yeah. Hey, exactly. Do you do you want to work harder or work smarter? Yeah. Exactly. You want to work that's, smarter. That's, yeah. that's this whole that's hey man, that's the whole fucking generation. You now. work that's harder job, so you man. can work that's smarter. That's the only reason you work harder. <laughs> yeah. My job is to make people work fucking smarter. Hey man. Yeah. Well, you're killing it, yeah, brother. Killing it, brother. Proud of you. So, I yeah, want so to, and, and Matt, so I, I, I mixed up in Chris's world recently because I uh, became a contract accountant. Mm. And uh, so I had to do some uh, background tests, and Chris's company cleared me. I'm cleared. I'm clean. Hey, all right. <laughs> he's clean. He's cleared. He's ready to go. Good. All right. Good job. Are you working for us? No, no, no. But uh, no. Th- one of my clients used, uh, I think they used your company to uh, do my background check. Gotcha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah yeah i got you so okay it would be awesome if you work for us because we're employee-owned company oh yeah actually the, the yeah but i i'm 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 pivoting away from accounting and i'm becoming a nurse chris i'm done with i'm done oh, with the numbers okay all right. i'm all in the shit from now on out all right yeah, my <laughs> sister my sister would tell you to go, to go the opposite way because ah. she's she's an np so 
That's what I'm trying to become. That's my goal is being MP. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, okay. So, Chris, I'll tell you what, man. I, you know, we were really looking forward to this one and you fucking oh, yeah. crushed it, man. This was so much fun. Dude, and we tell, I'll tell you this. This is, there's one thing about these that's so true every time we do it, flies by. Right, it yeah, flies fucking by. Fucking yeah, so, flies yeah. fucking by. So before we we're coming to the top of time, before we get out of here, I wanted to say thank you for coming on and for sharing your story. And that I'm fucking super proud of you, man, for fucking picking yourself up by your bootstraps and just kicking ass and doing your thing. And <laughs> took a and, while. Hey, hey man, <laughs> all right. that's the whole reason we do this podcast. Let everybody know. You know what? Sometimes it Some, takes dude, a little bit, sometimes. but when you find it, it's worth it. <laughs> Sometimes slow slow learners are sometimes the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? Steady. That's it. That's Dude, it. I'm, I'm 36 and I'm uh, just finding my way to go back to school. <laughs> yeah. You're crazy. Though. I, I would never go back to school. Yeah. I had the lamest midlife crisis ever. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm going to go back to school. <laughs> Great, buddy. so uh before we get out of here chris is there anything you want to say to the dozens and dozens of working perspectives podcast listeners uh go fuck yourselves (laughs) that might be the best fucking thing anyone's ever said to the people listening i love it yeah uh party boy pete anything you want to say to the dozens tom yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely towards yeah. Tom. Yeah, one hundred percent towards asshole for sure. Yeah. Party sorry. boy. Sorry, should I not use his name? <laughs> you can use his name. It's fine. I, I, I wasn't sure whether you use asshole. Or Everyone knows Captain yeah. Jerkbeard is aka asshole, aka Tom right. Lavelle, aka the thief, aka you know bunch of shit. Yeah. What a uh, party boy. Anything you want to say to the listeners before we get out of here? Yeah, don't let your dreams be dreams. Chase them down. Um, you know, That's like, right. and like, if you have, you know, if, if you're interested in history, you're interested in stuff, and people say like, hey, that that can't you work you out? Can't look into it. There's a lot yeah. of things you can do with these degrees that people don't even think about. So just, yeah. you know what? If you have an interest, just see what you can do with it. Just do the research. Yeah. Well, here's a, here's another thing too. Is don't be fucking scared to yeah. talk yes. your fucking mind at work. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like, but like, like. I, I I guess maybe me being a dickhead my entire fucking life were like made me okay to just be like, hey, look, we're doing this wrong. But like just like, like I, I literally went for a CEO for doing this yeah. wrong, we're doing this wrong, we're doing this wrong. And he came out to me and he was like, I fucking appreciate you. Fucking, like, yeah. No one ever does that. Yeah, people don't are scared. Don't people don't are hey, scared. You, yeah. you don't have to kick them in the dick right away, but just hey, if you notice something that seems awry to you, yeah, let people them. know. Yeah. Hey, this doesn't mind. make sense to me, but this does make sense to me. Yeah, speak your mind and, t- and, and tell them, hey, bro, yeah. this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. You're not what the only one that thinks the way you do. Exactly. Just speak it. Yeah. Don't don't be don't be scared to speak your mind at work because that's the that, that's how you're gonna get forward. Otherwise, you're gonna be a goddamn peon. Yeah, agreed. I'm, that's I'm, great I'm, advice. I'm, that I'm, is I'm, working perspective. You're be a peon advice. Yeah. If, if you don't try to make change, you don't try to speak your mind. You're literally gonna be a peon and stuck the rest of your. Life. Be a drone, a drone yeah. that doesn't think for themselves. You're absolutely right. So I want to thank Chris Wertan for being a guest. And I want to thank Party Boy Pete for coming on. 
This has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied by Party Boy Pete McCormick. Our guest today was the righteous Chris Wertan. You can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can hang out with us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast and join us on the Twitter or the Tiki Tag at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, feel free to email us at workperspectives at gmail.com. All right, this is the end of the show. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See ya. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, E is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott Bell Publishing, where the authors go.